talking about the creek, creek talk, talking about the creek, creek talk, talking about the creek, talking about Dawson's Creek. Welcome back to Creek Talk. This is Steven. And I'm Jamie. And this week we're recapping season two, episode eight, The Reluctant Hero. Dun, dun, dun. Jamie. Steven. <laughs> what did you think of the episode? <laughs> to be did honest, you watch it? <laughs> I, of course. Of course I watched it. Um, I it's so funny because I, I really only remember like two scenes from this episode. So the rest was like watching it for the first time because I'm like, I couldn't really remember what happened in it. <laughs> you know, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> So I got one up on you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, you? Uh, well, I like I said, didn't remember any of it. It's the beginning part where he where Pacey's eating pepperoni. Uh, I really wanted pepperoni after that, and then Justin <laughs> brought home pizza, and I ate pepperoni pizza. It was so weird. Um, oh, right. you, you noticed that I didn't even notice that <laughs> I was stuck on the movie they were watching and I kept thinking about it's a wonderful life because <laughs> it's not that's the movie what I they were watching but I know that's what I thought it was too but it wasn't no I think I, I looked it up because I want I was really curious I think it might have been Mr. Smith goes to Washington because it, it was yeah yeah so but I haven't actually watched that one but I love Jimmy Stewart it's a wonderful life is fantastic I totally would have crushed on that man in the 30s and 40s. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't think I would have. Really? Yeah, he wasn't my type. But it sort of was a fun callback too to the um, hurricane episode when mm. Grams was bringing up these types of movies, you know, like the Frank Capra movies. And she actually mentions Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. So I was like, That was like the first thing that popped into my head because I remember that from the hurricane episode. But um, no, I thought it was a good episode. I feel like uh, the Pacey stuff was sort of boring, but I understood it because of the beginning with him telling Dawson, like, Dawson, you're like, you're the hero. I'm like the nobody who, you know, walks in the shadows of people lesser. I'm like lesser known, whatever he said. I don't even remember. I have a written down when we go through the episode, but you know, by the end of the episode, he's the hero in Pacey's or um, Andy's eyes. So yeah, well, I mean, he'd be my hero too. He's he's so sweet and like thoughtful and actually cares, and he's not like completely selfish or self-absorbed. I love Pacey. This episode, I think, really helps uh, support that claim. <laughs> yeah, I really liked him in this episode too. I just thought the whole his whole stuff with the school and all that, whatever. I was so disinterested in it. I don't know. But I like Jack in this episode. I have to tell you, I, no. I liked him in this episode, but I was like, I can't wait to get into him coming out and everything. So I can just sort of like get going with that. I and- like Jack a lot better after he comes out. Um, I don't <laughs> mind Jack as he is right now. I just, Neither. I like the way that this, like his character grows and I like, you know, his interactions because everything kind of switches and he becomes Jen's best friend. And I, I, yeah, I, I mean, this episode was fine, but I don't know. It's just not, I'm, I'm not really too invested in Jack until later. Yeah. Yeah. It, it almost seems kind of fake because we already know what happens with Jack because when I'm watching it now, 
he's he is very much like a to me he's a straight guy trying to date joey yeah you know? but when they when his whole character arc changes and he he comes out and everything it's just sort of i don't know i can't explain it jamie it's just gonna be weird because i feel like the audience were led to believe that he was just going to be like a nemesis before dawson and you know come between these two and he does but then the whole story changes and it's sort of i don't know what i'm saying it sort of like complicates it a little bit no i get it so like do you think that um originally they wanted jack to be straight and then they decided then they decided, um, you know, we want to keep this character around. How can we keep him in the group without causing a lot of conflict? Oh, let's make him gay. Is that? Yes. Okay. I think I mean, they I- wanted, I th- I think they brought him on in- initially to be. Um, break them up. To break them up, which they did. Right. And then I think Kevin Williamson really wanted to have a gay character on the show. And they used Jack because I remember even watching an interview with Kerr Smith where because he wasn't aware of it at all until Kevin Williamson had a meeting with him. And they said, look, they're going to change your character. And he was sort of like, he didn't even want to play it. He said it, probably it, made it, him uncomfortable. it probably makes people uncomfortable. Maybe if they're not really. Well, yeah. And I think back then it was, it was like a lot different. And he th- I think mm-hmm. he said something like, you know, he was afraid it was going to hurt his career. And, but then he, he said he looked at the bigger picture of it all and how he was going to be able to help like Others. a lot of young people which he did yeah but i don't know season two is so clunky to me and it's like this was a good episode though i will i did like it it, it did have um season one vibes to me but mm-hmm. i feel like they're just confused with the jack character and clearly because i mean that's what we're talking about but i don't know but we'll see what happens when <laughs> we get into it with later episodes but Anyway, so this is uh, Christmas week. I think it's going to be confusing for our listeners when they listen to the prior episode <laughs> because we're, we're kind of like out of order. We recorded we definitely like- a little bit out of order, but I think the only ones that are really, truly confused is us. <laughs> is us. <laughs> I know, because when I listen back to them I, and I, get, I go, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the day. Wait, we, what? <laughs> we confuse ourselves more than I think our listeners are confused. They're just like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to listen to it because I'm sure they are aware that we record at least a week or two ahead of time. It's just a little out of order. But well, we did the episode after the dance, which is the all nighter, which is what was last week. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I'm saying that in the future. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is confused. me from the future. So, yeah. <laughs> The Reluctant Hero is before this, and the before that was our Christmas episode, Scream. Um, which I have to tell you, I'm getting a lot of good feedback just from that Instagram post I, I, I put up. Yay! Like People are telling me like they can't wait to watch it or um, listen to it because they love the movie so much. And it's the 25th anniversary of the movie being released. So I'm glad that we decided to do it because it sort of coincides with all these things. And, you know, the new film comes out next month. So yes. I'm excited for it. Um, Stephen from the future, I'm excited to hear <laughs> <laughs> the feedback that we get. <laughs> Jamie from the future, what day is it? <laughs> I know this week is so crazy. It's so crazy. We, I have been trying to get everything done before Christmas Eve. And I, I tried to get so much stuff done today before we started recording. And I have so much shit to do tomorrow. 
And I still don't even know what we're doing for Christmas. I, I was like, if we're going to have dinner here and we're going to cook, we have to go food shopping. But I have no idea. I have no idea what we're doing. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. What? Baking banana bread. I need to finish some uh, presents because I'm making some presents. Uh, the ones that needed to be bought are bought. But I have to finish making those and finishing those up. And then I got to wrap them. I need to go to the store because I need a couple gift cards still. And I need some candy. <laughs> I want to get Hershey Kisses because I want to make those um, cookies. Those cookies? Yeah. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Cookies? I love cookies. (laughs) Well, it's funny that you said banana bread because I was was just talking to you about it earlier. Mm. But I made two banana breads, one for us, and um, I just gave one to my grandparents. And I was telling you how... (laughs) Well, I have to get rid of these bananas and I'm going to make two. uh, So that's a double batch. And I was measuring everything out in two separate bowls, thinking I was going to have to mix everything. (laughs) And then I said, duh, Steven, why don't you just combine it all? Because you're doubling the the recipe. I don't know. I think I was just like tired. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, we are allowed you're allowed to have those fumbles because I've done it. <laughs> oh my god. I, I remember looking at the two bowls of flour and like everything in it and I go, what are you doing? <laughs> Put it all in the mixer. <laughs> I don't do you have one of those like desktop mixers? Do you have like the hand mixer? Um, I have a KitchenAid one. Like a <gasps> like the big bowl with the mm-hmm. I want one of those so bad. I have nowhere to put it, but I want one. I've always wanted one. I've wanted one since high school, since I did like kitchen like like cooking Home-ac. class. Yeah. Well, I think Home Ec had like a bunch of different things in it. It was just cooking is all I did. And then we had like a cooking class. And uh I freaking love those mixing bowls. I know. I have nowhere to store it. But I want one because all I have is a, it's called a batter bowl. It's um mm. from Pampered Chef, oh, and yeah. I have a hand mixer. That's all. That's all I got. So like, I mean, it work. They work. I mean, there's yeah, nothing wrong. Not with if that. I want to make bigger things or a lot of something, then I have to do two bowls. <laughs> well, just I wanted one for a long time, and Justin got it for me. I don't even know how long ago he got it for me, but he got it for me for Christmas, and it's red. I wanted a red one. So it still works. I'm, just, I'm they happy. Make purple. I want purple. Oh, they have them in every color. My sister Bettina got one in like uh, tur- turquoise. Turquoise. It's so Tiffany nice. Tiffany blue. I like the blue ones. The Tiffany blue yeah, one. Yeah, I like yeah. the blue one too. But I really like I like the red one. My mom had the what is it called? The one that they use in restaurants. The because I just have like the standard one. Yeah. But it's like it's just a bigger bowl basically, and it latches onto like the two side pieces um mm-hmm. but i have to tell you i prefer the one that i have i didn't like that bowl and i used to torture my mom to let me use that fucking mixer and she would never let me use it and right before she passed away i made a cheesecake for her and i like i brought everything over to her house and i was like i'm gonna make a cheesecake i've never made a cheesecake before i used her mixer and everything it was like so exciting for me and um it turned out really well but then that's when i started liking making cheesecakes because like after that I remember like making one for like my first Christmas at work and I remember somebody like took a slice out of it and I was so annoyed and um I didn't even like get get in there to cut the the cheesecake up yet and she went in and just like cut this huge old chunk out and she like called across the office to me and was like 
Steven, this is really good. And I was like, I didn't even like get to cut it yet. I was so annoyed. It's like she took it out of the free the fridge and just started like eating Helping it. Helping herself to it. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. But yeah, that still bothers me. I, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can tell. <laughs> I can't let things go sometimes, Jamie. <laughs> I noticed Steven is just a pie. <laughs> I know. No, it's a cheesecake. It's not a pie. It's baked differently. Okay. You have to bake it in a water bath because otherwise it'll crack because it's like a custard. Have you ever made a cheesecake before? No. Oh, you should use the recipe I have. It's Martha Stewart. It comes out perfect. My mom makes my mom makes a fucking excellent cheesecake. Oh, good. We'll have to do it uh, a fake off. A fake off. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, it's called something. Like New York style? Yeah, it's like thick. It's a big. Yeah, that's the kind I make. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it'll be an interesting bake off. <laughs> probably. She probably uses the same recipe I do. I have no idea. It's a lot of cream cheese. Yep. It's a lot of sugar. Oh, and... no doubt. I'm. Yeah. Have I made it before? It's a lot of eggs. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't think so. I love when I whip the cream cheese up and then I start putting adding the sugar in. And it's fun, like, isn't it? I've done that for something it. else. I've done so it. <laughs> oh, you know what? I make this Oreo cake. It's a double layer cake, and I have to make it's cream cheese frosting with Oreos, and like I do this like chocolate drizzle. Mm. Best fucking cake I think I've ever made, and it is work. <laughs> well, it sounds like but it. it is so worth it. I remember the last time I made it. Was Your mouth just apartment. watered a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the, 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 the last time I made it, oh no, I made it for my birthday the first year we moved in here. So it's been a couple of years because um, I don't make that many sweets because I'm the only one that really eats it and oh. I don't need to eat an entire fucking cake by myself. So uh, <laughs> I, <could. laughs> I mean, I can, I'm just not going to, Jamie, I and I don't like wasting good. it. I know. So um, I like, I have like a Ziploc baggie with the Oreos in it. And I gave, I gave it to Terry with a hammer. I said, here, crunch this. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need them to be crunchy, crumbly, you know, I need them to break you it down. Hammer. Here's a hammer. <laughs> just don't break the bag open. I, I need all the cookies to stay in the bag, you know, just go break the cookies. <laughs> God, Jamie, you're crazy. <laughs> so wait, how, how big is it? It's a double layer cake. So it's like a normal okay. double layer cake, but I have to like make the icing. Like the cake itself is like a normal cake. Okay. Um, it's the icing and everything else that I have to do that takes time. <laughs> Sounds good. I like it's Oreos. Really I would eat it. All right. Well, maybe when we eventually go back to the office or something, maybe I'll bake a cake and bring it in. And I'll bring my cheesecake in. <laughs> so how was your, uh, how was your week, your weekend? You know, I don't remember. I think it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're pulling a jamie right now <laughs> i know i you know what i did i just tried to finish up decorating my apartment and i told you earlier that i feel like it's very comfortable in here now it's like cozy i was very just like blase about everything this year because i was just not in the mood to do it mm -hmm. and um once i started putting like the ornaments up and putting like the decorations up here and there um and my lights, it's very, it's so nice in here now. So, you know, I'm happy that I'm going to be off and just be able to enjoy it. So, yeah. you know, I didn't really do anything. I was just like doing that. I didn't really go anywhere. I really should have went out Christmas shopping, but I just 
it didn't fucking feel like it. <laughs> I, I get it though i had i had off all last week yeah I and know. i didn't get like anything really that i wanted to get done done like i had this game plan every day i was gonna come up here into my office and i was gonna do my crafts and get my stuff done and then i was gonna read a couple of books which that i did do <laughs> oh then, i'm sure you did <laughs> and then i was gonna write some because they keep putting it off and i like i write all my ideas and stuff down but I actually need to sit down and like focus and do it mm-hmm. and that didn't happen i wanted to clean the house i only kind of cleaned the house i did wrap presents so that's good <laughs> but i just i was all discombobulated because Terry has a new job, which is awesome. So he's learning a new, he's learning new stuff, but they have him on this like graveyard shift. So he's been home all day and that's distracting. I was hoping to not be distracted and just kind of like be focused on the things that I wanted to do, but like him coming home and then it just, it threw everything off. And then I was tired and then I had dentist appointments. Yay. So then I really (laughs) wasn't feeling like doing anything. (laughs) Well, the good thing is, is that you got to just not have to worry about work stuff. You yeah, know? that was that was. And awesome. don't beat yourself up over it because it's just it is what it is, Jamie. You're allowed to just be like a bum and do nothing. Yeah, you're totally <laughs> allowed to do that. There's nothing wrong with it, and you you know just give yourself some credit because we I think we work hard, and you know when we have that time, that downtime to not have to do anything, and we make plans to do it not everything's gonna you know happen the way we want it to happen like it, it's just part of life so whatever you did is what you're supposed to do True. i mean whatever it is what it is so mm-hmm. you know we all say we want to do this or we want to do that and then when it comes down to it you just sometimes you're just like i don't feel like fucking doing it and you're allowed to say yeah. that so Great. right true <laughs> Anyway, I'm glad that we were both sort of like just chilled. I'm excited for the holiday. Uh, Tomorrow I'm going to finish doing some shopping and figure out what we're going to do for dinner. Did (laughs) you say tomorrow you're going to do shrooms and shopping? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Can you repeat that, please? (laughs) Tomorrow I'm going to do some shopping. I don't know. I don't know why I heard shrooms in there. I'm tired. I'm losing my mind. I'm just <laughs> I've, never, stuff. I've never done shrooms in my life, Jamie. So me either. But <laughs> that doesn't mean that's not what I heard. <laughs> I'm glad that's what you heard, though. <laughs> God. Yeah, but do you want to get into this episode? Let's do it. All right. All right. Jimmy James Stewart. So. This is episode eight, season two, The Reluctant Hero, aired November 25th, 1998, directed by Joe Napolitano and written by Darren Goldberg. I'm not even sure if I said that guy's name right, but whatever. Darren or the other one? <laughs> Joe Napoli- Napolitano. It doesn't even matter. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, sir. You don't matter if you're listening. <laughs> I, is that? I, don't, I don't know. So we message us and tell us how to say your name. Okay. Yeah. Give <laughs> us the phonetic sound, like how you say it. Just send us a voice memo. So <laughs> I wonder if it's on Google. Like, you know how Google, if you type a word in, it'll give you like how to say it. You hit the button and Google will, you know, actually say yeah, it. Yeah. But what if it says it exactly how I said it? <laughs> well, then you might have been right. <laughs> 
Or Joe, Google Napole- are both wrong. Napolitano. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. <laughs> anyway, so we open in Dawson's room and we're with Dawson and Pacey watching Mr. Smith Goes to Washington with Jimmy Stewart. And Pacey's not watching the movie. He's asking Dawson if he can have the extra pepperoni from their pizza. And I was like, why is there just extra pepperoni just sitting there in the box? I didn't understand that. I thought he was, he meant like, can I just eat the pepperoni off your pizza? Cause that's what I would do. I would always just pick it off and eat it. I but don't know. I don't eat he, pepperoni on pizza. Really? It's either bacon or sausage or cheese. And that's it. I mean, obviously cheese, but bacon or sausage. The only, the only thing I put on my pizza. Yeah. You don't like pepperoni pizza? No. Wow. It's like my favorite. Oh my I God. Like pepperoni. Mm-mm. That's crazy. I have a hard time with Slim Jims. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but you like sausage. Well, yeah, but it's cooked differently. Maybe that's what it is. It's maybe it's like the texture of it. Like because mm-hmm. sausages are they're cooked differently. You put them in a crock pot or you know, in your spaghetti sauce or throw it on a grill. It's different. Pepperoni is like good. chewy. It's so good. <laughs> it's, it's chewy. I <laughs> I don't like it. I don't want it on my my hoagies <laughs> you i don't know? even want a hoagie uh, well what do, what do they get like what is it the italian has pepperoni doesn't it the italian hoagie no i think no. that bologna it's all gross no. i don't know <laughs> you know like cold cuts or like ham and i like turkey okay well, anyway so they're he's eating like a ton <laughs> of pepperoni <laughs> and dawson's like getting annoyed because he's trying to watch this movie and Pacey says he's bored and he says that there's a whole section at the video store called the new releases that he should check out. So Dawson says that this movie is a timeless tale about a man faced with with his heroic nature. And Pacey says he doesn't connect to the wholesome, morally grounded. That's really more Dawson's style. So Dawson asks if he's being insulted and Pacey says, no, he's an endangered species, the less of a dying breed. And Dawson says, so you are insulting me. (laughs) And um, Pacey tries to prove his point by reminding Dawson that he's the type of guy who brings in stray dogs. He helps women cross the street and Mm -hmm. he just says, no, he is Jimmy Stewart. And Dawson asks Pacey, then what does that make you? And he says, the needless waste born to walk in the shadows of greater men. And I was just like, shut up, Pacey. Like, here we go with like the crybaby. Like, I'm a loser thing. I, don't, I can't stand it. He's so, like, he's, a, he's such a good character, but he does this whole, th- what, Jamie, say it? <laughs> what? Leave my cinnamon roll alone. <laughs> it's annoying, though, because it's like he has self-confidence, but he doesn't have any. It doesn't make any sense. He just doesn't when it comes to himself. Education, I guess. I don't know. I don't even think it's just that. I think it's everything. It doesn't. Well, it's a little. I feel like it's going to be. It's a little bit of a struggle for him for a while. Believe it or not, even after he graduates, they all graduate. Um, it's a struggle for him until he finds himself. And it isn't even until like the last season, really, that I think he finally has his shit together. together. Yeah. I mean, he sort of gets it toward like the like the season before. But um it's one of those like shady jobs. I can't remember exactly what he does. I remember he, like, he was like a thing. chef 
and then he worked on a boat or something. Uh, he he did the boat thing first. He was cruising around on a boat. He was I forget exactly what he was, but he was a boat hand. So he had a boat. It wasn't his, but he was on that. Um, and then he worked in a restaurant and learned chef stuff. And then he got into uh, selling something stock. Oh maybe. yeah, because he, he was a stockbroker or something. I remember that. Yeah. So he was always saw, like selling and buying. And, and I mean, it looked like he was doing really good for a while until that, you know, kind of bit him in the ass. But then he has his own restaurant towards the end. Oh, okay. I don't even remember it. Um, I, I do. <clears throat> Actually, I think the restaurant that he has, he calls it. Um, True Love? No, that was no. his boat. I know. <laughs> it's like he just wants to name everything that. <laughs> no, uh, the Ice House. I think he names it the Ice House after. The original? The original Ice House. Yeah, because that burns down later. So oh. I'm pretty sure it's like in the same area, too. But I'm pretty sure he calls it the Ice House. I have to look it up, though. I'm, I'm, but I'm pretty confident it was a nod to that because Joey was like surprised. So Hello, we Joey. had. So the ice house burned down and then we got Leary's fresh fish and then the ice house again. So they're like competing restaurants. <laughs> well, time. I don't know if, um, hold on. Let me, I'm, I'm going to look it up real quick. Cause I don't know the name. Yeah. Ice house, which is seen in the show's finale. So it's the riverfront restaurant served as the location of Pacey's ice house. So yeah, he, he names it after the original ice house. Okay. Well, I'm glad. It's really we- sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I can sleep tonight. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> As you should. Now everybody knows. If you didn't, if you didn't catch it the first time, you watched the fin- this, you know, the show's finale, all the way at the end there. That is the Ice House dose. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Somebody posted um, this scene that I did from the finale with um, Andy and Pacey in the hospital, mm-hmm. and I shared it on our Instagram. And I was like, it's so weird. I remember being able to see myself in this, and I could not find myself. I know I was right behind Pacey when they filmed it. But when I watched it back, I, I was like trying every single like time I watched it. I was like, where the hell am I? But I could not find myself. It was weird. I don't, I don't understand it. But I remember being able to wa- being able to see myself before. Hmm. Um, but I shared it anyway, because I was like, I remember being there when they filmed this. It's so funny. I could not hear them doing their lines at all. And I saw Meredith Monroe for like a second. And so like she sat down. And then they did their scene. She got up and like left. And I think they had like their stand-ins come in, but um, it was like real quick though. And it's so <laughs> funny seeing all the background people because we made friends with a couple of the, the people. I do want to save a lot of this because I'm going to, we're going to do an episode about it, but okay, it's just, it's just like funny to watch back. Cause I was, I was like, I remember doing this and it made me like excited to know that i was like a part of that in some weird way yeah no i could not find myself <laughs> but i remember they were like don't don't like walk really loud you're like we don't we don't want to hear your your shoes squeak or whatever but i was sitting at a table but the girl that was uh sitting at the table with us she would <laughs> you could literally see her walk by she's in a red shirt she walks by like real slow and I was like, she was probably get, like scared that her shoes are going to make noise. That's why she was doing that. <laughs> so like when you guys are sitting at the table and stuff, are you just like moving your lips? Like you're pretending like you're talking. You're not actually voicing anything. Uh-huh. Gosh, I wonder how that works. Like, Well, when me and Aubrey would sit there and do it, we would always just try to make each other laugh. And um, we would just like, just be like, yeah, mm-hmm. but like not say anything. Right. They, they say you're 
there's like something that they say that makes it look like you're actually talking. It's like something that you repeat over and over again. Hmm. But I don't remember what it is. I, I didn't do any of that stuff. There would be like background actors that were like so fucking serious about it. And we would sit there and like just crack jokes about them. And like you can make a living being a background actor, like a decent living. Because I, I think you can even get like your SAG card if you have like a line somewhere. Like, as oh, long oh, as you, what? your screen actor skill card, it's a union. So like if for actors, so like if you had like a line and something, you immediately get your screen actor's skill card, but you have to pay dues and everything. And like, if you're not a working actor all the time, you're not going to be able to like pay your dues. So like, that's how people drop out. But mm. it's crazy. It's like a, it's like a fucking crazy system. But I just remember sitting there and I could not hear them doing the, the lines. I just remember being like, oh my God, it's Andy. Because at that point we had met Joshua Jackson and he was really friendly to us. But I was like, I didn't get to meet Meredith Monroe. And I was like so mad that I didn't get to like take a picture with her um, because she must have just came in and did that like one day and then left. I don't know. But which episode was it? It was the finale, but it's actually it's not in the it's not in the series finale. It's in the deleted scenes on the on the on the DVD. I, I don't, don't know. know are you serious? I don't have the DVDs. I'm watching everything on Netflix. <laughs> if I find it, I'll get it for you. I see it at the Goodwill all the time. If I see it at the Goodwill, I'll get it for you. Okay. Um, yeah, it was like a separate disc that came out. And it was like just a special series finale episode. And it had, I think it has a commentary on it. And then it also has like the deleted scenes. And we, I'm on the deleted scenes, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there, but I'm invisible. Right. I wore my Harry Potter cloak today. <laughs> I'm just I've disappeared. <laughs> um anyway, back to the episode. <laughs> um <laughs> so we haven't even started yet. <laughs> I know, we're still in the opening scene. So yeah. Dawson tells Pacey that it sounds like he's having self-esteem issues and Pacey says that's not the case. Knowledge is power and he's happy with his below average status. And at this point we see Jen climbing through the window. And she's really drunk. drunk. <laughs> she says, uh, remind me tomorrow. I drop my purse in your hedge. <laughs> and he's like third time this week. So she like falls on the bed and he goes and tries to like take her shoes off. And Pacey comes over and helps. And he's like making his point. He says, once again, hero Dawson to the rescue. And Dawson tells him to shut up. So then Jen sits up like she's going to throw up and they put a wastebasket in front of her mouth and she does this thing where she's like <laughs> false alarm. It was really funny. <laughs> it was. It was really funny. So then she like falls back asleep and I, I said they cut her hair again. Her hair is like yeah, super they short in this. Dawson's so it's like, gonna we're gonna have the awkward stage again. <laughs> again, yeah. It was nice when it started to get like longer. Like, big yeah it was like big whatever. Um so Dawson says he doesn't know what to do with her. She's spir- spiraling. And Pacey says, maybe you should finish watching the movie. Jimmy Stewart would know what to do. And Dawson just rolls his eyes. And then he like glares at Pacey. Leave Jimmy Stewart alone. <laughs> I mean, it is a good uh, comparison because Dawson Jimmy, is the yeah. Jimmy Stewart of Dawson's Creek. Well, I mean, yeah, when you when you think about it, though, it's like every 
every movie at least that i've seen that he's in he's like always like the super nice guy he's the goody t-shoes from the 30s and the 40s like <laughs> well, that's Dawson leary i just don't think jimmy stewart was so um self-involved <laughs> no 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 not at all <laughs> moving on <laughs> all right so we're we're <laughs> We are in fall in Cape Side right now because we see all these exterior shots of fall leaves. Pretty colorful fall leaves. Yeah, it was very fall-like. Among them. My goodness, words. So it's morning at the Learys. Uh, Dawson comes down and he sees Mitch at the kitchen table reading the paper. And Dawson says, what are you doing here? And he says he's grabbing the last of his things because he's finally moving out. And Mitch asks him if he wants to hang out later, do like a friend thing. And Dawson tells him that he'll skip the friend thing. He already has enough of those. Dawson's really, really bitchy in this moment. Yeah, there's some serious tension that's going on between him and Mitch. Like he's just, he's so hard on his dad. It makes sense. He's like a teenager. His parents are getting separated. You know, it's like breaking up the family. He's probably like, you know, he always thought I can't relate. I mean, like, I can't. I can. My parents have been split since I was like two years old. So, like, I can relate to having, you know, that's like living in a split household type right. thing. But I cannot relate to his behavior because I, I don't have patience. I'm like, just get over it already. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that's just because, you know, it's I grew up this way, so. I I don't have a whole like I have a little bit of empathy but not a lot of sympathy. Like, <laughs> I, don't no, I don't either. I was I was like calm the fuck down, Dawson. But in his eyes, it's because he's from this perfect family. Yeah, and it's not perfect anymore. And that's why he's so like just lashing out at his dad, who's just trying yeah. to just make things okay. I, I mean, I, I feel like in this kind of thing, I probably lean towards a reaction that um, Abby would give where she, I think she even mentioned it before. She's like, why you get like two birthdays, yeah. two this, you get two allowances, two allowances. you get two of everything. <laughs> like, where's yeah. the problem? <laughs> I know you should be taking advantage of it. Right. <laughs> but you instead he's like, parent, you go, you go stay with the other, like. <laughs> Instead, he's like, I can't believe you're ruining this family, dad. I can't believe it. <laughs> I know. Like, my, my reaction would have been very similar to to Abby's. So you just got to go along with it sometimes. Like not everything's in your control. Uh, pretty much none of that is in his control. So so Mitch just tells him he's trying and Dawson goes to leave and he kind of blows Mitch off. And then Mitch hands him some mail Jeez. that he got mixed up with. His. Oh, yeah. And when he goes to hand it to Dawson, Dawson cuts him off and he says, I don't know what you expect from me, but this isn't a transition I'm thrilled to make. And he doesn't understand why Mitch moving out is a step in the right direction to save their family. And Mitch says it's his decision, not Dawson's. So there, there's that. So Dawson leaves. He's all pissy. He's like walking out and he opens up this letter and we see him start like freaking out. So now he's like happy. So like, all these moods just in this morning like (laughs) (laughs) he's had more moods in the morning than i've had in like a week so (laughs) um okay so we're at cape side high and 
we're in this scene with Pacey talking to his guidance counselor yes. and it's this like really old man. And I was like, I thought he was in like a private eye detective office because of the way it was like li- the lighting of it at all. It was like about- dark with just the blinds. And you're like, yeah. Ooh. So weird. <laughs> I was like, what, what is he? What year is this? <laughs> yeah. It was like a thirties, like, like weird. Like I was half expecting movie. it to be black and white, you know, like murder mystery. Yeah guy sitting at the desk with a cigarette and like a you know baller hat or <laughs> whatever yeah it was so weird with a pistol on the desk <laughs> and pace is like tell me what my future is gonna be <laughs> so the, the guidance counselor is telling him that he's pretty much a failure at everything including his aptitude test and he says his only options are summer school a return to his sophomore year, then if he's lucky, a life of leisure until welfare reform kicks in. And he says to Pacey, what, nobody come back? Now I'm really disappointed in you, Pacey. So Pacey's like, like, what the fuck do I do now? And he like slinks down in his chair. So he's kind of like disappointed. But I mean, what did he expect? Yeah, I was, uh, I totally forgot that they give you his GPA in this episode. It's a 1.7 and I'm like, Oh, I missed that. When did they? Oh, uh, yeah. That? His GPA is a 1.7. Yep. It Jesus gets brought Christ. up. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even. Wow. Like, you have to strive <laughs> to be that bad <laughs> to, to get there. Like, <laughs> I didn't, I missed his, that. Was that in his the guidance, guidance counselor? counselor? was kind of like funny. Like, he made me laugh, but it was like not something that you would say to, to like a student. You know what I mean? Cause I think he said, oh, God, he said something about, um, some kind of joke about grades and he's like even the people he's like your grades are worse than the people that can't even walk right or something like oh walk upright yeah walk upright that's what it was (laughs) i'm like that is like so messed up well i feel like this guidance counselor has been trying to guide pacey in the right direction probably since he started high school and he just doesn't want to listen yeah he doesn't he doesn't want to follow the leader apparently he doesn't want to he doesn't want to um what did what did we say about him from last season? Like he's capable of doing it, but he just doesn't want to do it. I I feel like he even says that in an episode with with Miss Jacobs. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's something like that. I don't remember specifically. But, I mean, even Andy makes a a speech later, which we'll we'll come back to, where she compares him to Albert Einstein, and it's kind of awesome, <laughs> but kind of not. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll come to that when we get there but yeah 1.7 gpa i don't remember what mine was it was a three something i don't remember what mine was either i don't I think a higher three three point something up there but it wasn't like a 4.0 i'm not perfect you know oh, i'm like... good in all four years baby <laughs> <laughs> i think i made honor roll like once in high school oh <laughs> i think but you know you're you're a tryhard i'm not so. <laughs> I just did the work. <laughs> I did my homework. I took the test. I studied. I crammed. I didn't really study that much, but I crammed. You had all-nighters? <laughs> no, I mean, like, I studied in study hall, or I studied during lunch, or, you know, in the mornings while I was waiting for class to start. <laughs> like, I was such a bad crammer. I was a bad studier. I, like, 
I just couldn't do it. I would try and try and try. And I would just go in and be like, well, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> Some people don't test well. Like they'll be fine I with don't. the material, but not, I don't know if it's like the anxiety of like having to actually take a standardized test of some kind, but yeah. some people just don't test well. Yeah. Quizzes and stuff, I was fine. Standardized tests are pressure. People crack under the pressure. Yeah. I was only ever good in like English and that type of stuff. Like if they were like, come up with like a short story real quick i'd be good at that but math or history especially i'm like i don't know any of this stuff i don't know what i'm even like doing here (laughs) so funny so english i loved english i ended up by the end of my high school career was in like college courses because it was not it was i just liked it uh science i loved science which is really funny chemistry specifically really good at chemistry terrible at math you need to do the math in order to do the chemistry. It's all equations. It's like algebra. Yeah, I was terrible at algebra. I was fine with algebra, but anything else, it was like, no. It's probably just because you enjoyed doing it. So it made probably. sense. To you. I like science. I, I like, you know, taking one thing and turning it into something else. And um, I don't know, but that's probably what it is. Science was actually interesting, whereas math is just like, oh, why am I doing this? I've got calculators. <laughs> you know what's so yeah. funny? They always said, well, you're not going to have a calculator everywhere you go. Let me introduce you to the smartphone. <laughs> yeah, I use the calculator every day. Every day yeah. I use the calculator. That's crazy. It's just funny because that's what they used to say all the time when we were kids. You're not always going to have access to a calculator. You need to learn how to do this. Now it's everywhere. It's on computers. It's on your phone. Yep. Like, <laughs> I don't even need to use my hands. I could just say, hey, Google, what's this times this divided by this? And they'll be like, oh, well, here's your answer. You know, like, no, I could be hands-free. <laughs> I don't even think about it. It's crazy. So we see Dawson running towards Joey in the hallway. And he stops her at her locker. And he tells her that they won. And she looks confused. So he says they won the Jurors Prize in the Junior Division Best Short Film of the Boston Film Festival. I was like, when I was writing that down, I was like, Jesus Christ, that's such a like, mouthful. Yeah, I was like, that's a lot to remember. Um, so they won for best director and producer for his movie, which I don't remember the name of it because I don't think he even mentions it in this episode. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. I don't think it gets mentioned. But they won $2,500. Wow, that's a big prize. Pretty awesome. Um, she's like super excited for him and he has all these big plans for them to make their next movie together. And, you know, he's like, he's a dreamer. Dawson's a dreamer. So he's like, we can like do um, legit cameras and no more stroller. We can rent equipment. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like that $2,500 is going to go like (laughs) so fast. (laughs) More now than they gave half of it away. (laughs) Right, right. So, well, she deserved it. Yeah. But she's excited for him until he says, we were pre-accepted into the winter workshop. And she says, we? And he's like taken off guard now. So he says he knows they agreed to give each other space, but he hopes that she'd still produce. She tells him that she doesn't think she can do it. She signed up for a bunch of art classes and between work and school, it's just not doable. And he looks so disappointed. Like, just very disappointed. But you know what bothered me about this scene? Dawson doesn't even get it. He doesn't get mm-hmm. it at all. Like, he, so it's okay for him to be excited that they won as a team, right? Yeah, of course. 
I have to tell you before I even say all this, their whole relationship in this episode made me so sad because they went from being best friends to doing something like this, making a fun movie together where they won the fucking grand prize or whatever. And he thinks that they're at a point in their relationship now that they could go back and do those types of things. And like we know by the end of the episode, she might be thinking that same way, but it's never going to happen. Like they are never going to go back to what they had in season one when they were just hanging out, being funny and making movies and doing well, things that teenagers do together when you're best friends. And it it kind of screwed up my head a little bit watching it. I don't know. It also goes hand in hand. Like I was really proud of Joey for, for saying like, no, I'm doing all this other stuff because yeah, it just goes to show how much he wasn't really listening to her when right. they were having those issues, when they were dating, That's, because well, she said, was. my life has always been surrounded with you. Mm-hmm. And now she's doing her own thing and it's deviating from what he always used to do. And I was so proud of her for taking that step and saying like, no, I'm doing this for me and I'm not going to have time because now I'm doing the art thing. That's what I want to do. And then I'm working and I have school. Like I'm not going to have time to help with the movie. So it's, it's her asserting her dot, like her independence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's doing what she needs to do now. That's all for her. She's not wrapping her world around Dawson and everything Dawson wants to do. Right. But I mean, it, it really drives that home. So I was proud of Joey. And then I was a little disappointed because that's all their conversations really were about leading up to this up to their you know breakup is joey trying to be independent and do things that isn't just all about dawson 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 um so yeah that's what i got out of that scene yeah i agree with everything that you were just saying like how joey was her reaction and how she was feeling because he gets so down after she like turns him down about producing right that she says, but this is a good thing. Like you should be proud of yourself. And yeah. he changes his mood again. And he's like, you know what I am? I'm very like proud of myself. Like this is like a, a great big deal. thing. Yeah. yeah. And then he leaves and the camera pans back to her and she looks sad again, probably because she's like, I probably can never go back to what we had now, even though she wants to get to that sort of like friendship level again, but yeah, it gets cemented. Like, it, it definitely gets cemented later when when he when he comes and finds her um and then he sees who is there you know right. what i mean he looks so hopeful and then he's like oh, and then she pretty much places him in the friend zone and it's just like you feel sad well, for not him really because, in the friend zone because they're not like well no but i mean we're, we're skipping ahead a little bit but uh she's just like you know can we just go back to how things used to be when we were just friends and he just looked so hopeful. And then she kind of said that. And it just like, you could just kind of feel like he was just like, it was draining him. And then he turned his back and he really started to, and because he had to turn back around and face her. But like the hope was like extinguished from his eyes. Like he did such a great job because <laughs> like I felt it, you know? I did um, too. I did too. Um, but it was just like, he was officially friend zoned. And I think he just kind of, he, he he noted as soon as she like kind of said that i think he just kind of recognized it and Mm. then he goes to leave and then jack's there and it's just like okay now i know it's like she's moving on so yeah it's for real now like he for real for realsies she's Um, missed moving on (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so jack comes up to her and while she's looking sad again at her locker and he says he wants to talk to her 
and he wants to make things right between them. He says that the silent treatment is killing him and he wants to get back on track with their friendship. She tells him that she's not giving him the silent treatment. She's just trying to figure things out. Then she says that he was actually right the night of the dance and that she was more mad at herself. And he says, then get over it already. This whole interpersonal turmoil thing uh, wrinkles up your forehead. And he tells her he misses hanging out with her. And she's smiling at him and she she does that like head tilt thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she always does. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It's almost like, uh, okay, these two are going to be like a, a couple. And um, she's the bell rings. now she doesn't have all that extra guilt, you know what I mean? Right. So it's she can not things always work out. <laughs> she can't, yeah, she's not mad at herself anymore. And you know what? She should, she didn't have to be mad at herself. People are allowed to change the way they feel about things. Yeah. And you know, she didn't technically kiss him, he did kiss her. But this is Dawson's Creek where the teenagers make themselves feel so fucking bad about everything. <laughs> this is what's wrong with us. Our generation <laughs> screwed up. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, look, <laughs> I used to, I used to feel like this too. I used to always get so like, um, like I was offending everybody or like I was going to hurt someone's feelings or I don't know. I, feel like you eventually grow out of that and to the point where you're like whatever if they don't like what i said then they can get over it they're a grown-ass person and like if you're that sensitive then like i don't know what to tell you i mean not that heartless but right but i mean as far as like offending people that i don't know and i'm never gonna see again guess what i don't care i'm never gonna see you again you know what i mean but when it comes to people that are closer to you like people that you actually care about their opinions it gets hard to make those kind of choices even if it's best for what yourself what for you because you know you want to make people happy so i understand yeah exactly when Joey goes in the class, the camera stays on Jack and he's excited now because he's like, I'm like, he's real husband. smooth later. Like, you know what I mean? Like this one, he was just kind of like, listen, I don't regret it. I mean, the way it went down. Yeah, I feel bad, but, you know, I don't regret it and I'd probably do it again. You know, like he, he, yeah. he says it a couple of times. He definitely is not um, ashamed. You know what I mean? He kind of goes for what he wants, which is fantastic. At least in this aspect and then he struggles a little bit later um but he is real smooth later like yeah, with yeah. Joey. like some of the stuff he said i was like i had i think i wrote something down i don't know yeah i wrote something down i have it word for word though you probably do but like i was like smooth jack <laughs> he's real smooth but i mean like the things you know we wish that our partners would say <laughs> oh my god don't even get me started um, so now we're in the cafeteria with Dawson. We see him writing his script at lunch and he has this ginormous bulky laptop and he's typing, typing away with this terrible posture. And then it made me feel guilty because of my posture. So I started to sit up straighter in my bed while watching this. And- I was more focused on the computer because I'm like, <laughs> I had a laptop that was like that size <laughs> at one point. <laughs> <laughs> then i've got this top. tiny little thing that's like smaller than a notebook you know so like um so jen comes over and he asks her how her hangover is and she says she is post advil and she asks what he's writing and he couldn't have looked any more annoyed at her when she asked him <laughs> so he like glares at her like he's so annoyed at her the way he looked at her and he just says he's just annoyed with her with her her antics 
as it is. So yeah, that's true. Um, but he says it's a script and she tells him that's great. And then he tells her that he's been funded and shows her the award that he got. So she's like really happy for him. She's like, congratulations. She's so proud of him. Yeah. Which I liked. I appreciated that. because yeah, she's And it was been, genuine. Right. You know what I mean? Like she was. Jen she, was she being was genuine. genuine. <laughs> Jen was being. She's a gem. Jen's being. Jen's being a gem. <laughs> yeah. I liked. I actually liked her in this episode. Me too. I think um, only the most real we've seen her in like a, a little bit. Yep. I agree. Um. So he asks her what it's like to be a star of an award-winning film. And she says, in honor. But next time to extend her dialogue from help and ah. <laughs> like her terrible ah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says deal. So now we're going to Pacey and Andy in the lunch line uh, discussing what the guidance counselor was telling him. And Andy goes off on this tirade about how the public school system just decides to dismiss a student when they're obviously in need of some guidance. And she's sitting there and her voice is just getting really loud. And she's... Yeah, like she's she's like on her like um what's tangent. It she's going off on an emotional, passionate tangent right in the lunchroom and she gets louder and you just if you watch the background, uh, people's heads start like to turn and then yeah. by the end everybody's just staring. <laughs> it's fantastic. They're all watching her. Yeah. She says if someone took only two seconds to realize that Pacey needed to be rescued, not ridiculed. And you know, she's all heated up and at the end. When she's done, Pacey says, ladies and gentlemen, Andy McPhee, and everybody starts clapping. <laughs> it's funny. She said, yeah, I like her comment that she made about um, Einstein. Thank you. Uh, yeah, about Albert Einstein and about how he like, I guess he he didn't pass the second grade, but it was because it wasn't because he was dumb. It was because he was bored. And I'm like, do you, do you think that Pacey's bored and that's why he's not applying himself? Or do you think he just... He's just playing a role that he thinks everybody expects him to play. Oh, that's a really good question. Yeah. Huh. Maybe it's both. Maybe. Maybe. Because he is smart. Like, we, we've we seen uh, parts of him where, where he has, where he is, you know, he's very smart in the things that he does or says. And when he actually tries and applies himself, um, he's smart. He's not stupid. So it's just, is he bored? Or is he just playing what everybody he, thinks he's supposed to be doing? And, you know, because... You ever, like, when you tell somebody that they're this type of person for so long, I mean, how long until they're just like, you know what, if this is who they think I am, then this is what I'm going to show them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, that's like a typical thing that would happen. But right. So we cut back to Jen and Dawson and Chris Wolf comes over with a new friend named Todd, who looks like a total creep. And Chris uh, tells Jen he was looking for her. And he says that she had an impressive showing last night at their party and he starts rubbing her neck and she's like moaning and Dawson's just like looking over at her and he tells her Todd's having a party, another party, kegs and eggs, an all nighter party till breakfast. And um, she says, you know, you can sign me up. <laughs> like who, like all the drinking she's doing on a weeknight and she's going to school the next day. <laughs> like, how is she doing it? <laughs> I, feel like I don't know, bad. but kid, I don't know. I, I I just know that like alcohol hits me different when I was younger than it does now. Yeah, so yeah. I can't even imagine what it would be like for so I never I didn't drink back when I was that young. So I didn't either. Like not I, really I was like test. 15. Right. But uh I would not be awake going to school every day and then partying at night like on a weeknight. I'm sick. I got the flu. Yeah, I'd like <laughs> not be in school. So they leave and Dawson asks her what 
her deal is with them. And she says she's just having fun and hanging out. And then she invites him to the party and he gets really sarcastic and says, we've got scripting career advancement on one side and useless drunk oblivion on the other. It's a tough call. Like he's such an asshole. And she snaps out on him and tells him not to judge her. And if he doesn't want to go, don't go. But basically don't judge her for finally enjoying herself. She tells him she's not out of control. All she's doing is having fun. It's a simple three-letter word, fun, F-U-N. And he says, I didn't say a word, Jen. And she, he really didn't. He was just being she's very defensive. And I, she's defensive right. because she knows. Right. She knows better. She's and lying we- through her freaking teeth. Yeah, and we get into it all later in the episode where they discuss all this. But yeah, she's she knows she's spiraling, like he said, Mm -hmm. and she doesn't know how to stop spiral. She doesn't know how to stop spiraling. So she's, you know, like you said, she's defensive. She's letting him know, like, she's got it under control. She's just Mm -hmm. having fun. And like, maybe he should, too. So we cut back to Pacey and Andy and she says his entire future is on the line and he, sh- he should be acting a little more nervous. He makes a comment about being the village idiot and how it's been duly documented that a weight's been lifted off of his shoulders. I don't know what even that means. Um, she tells him that if that's the way he perceives himself, then that's how people will look at, will look at him. And he says, there's no hero here. He is a joke. And she says, I'm not coming to your pity party. And I said, good, Andy, stop. What's the word? Stop. Um, I wonder if they mean like, so I'm not encouraging him about it. You know, don't encourage him. I think I'm still stuck on the, it's been documented. um, Oh, wait. And and a a weight's been lifted off my shoulders. I'm assuming when he says that it's been documented, he's talking about like his pretty much failure at high school. Right. And the weight, he's, he's accepting it. Okay. That does make sense. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up. You're welcome. I was stuck on that one for a second so that I could kind of piece it together. So <laughs> Jamie, I was literally waiting for you to like answer it, but I was <laughs> like, I don't even think she gets it. So I <laughs> know uh, I just had to think about it for a minute. Cause uh, the way, the way the sentence is, it's really weird. The way the sentence yeah, is it's, it's like, it's been documented that it's been lofted off his shoulders. That's not, I think how he meant it's been documented, you know, and now weights off my shoulders. Cause it is. So I yeah. think that's what he was getting at. So um, he tells her that he spent so long being a screw up that he's past the proverbial point of no return. And she tells him then change the course and break the chain. Anyone can reinvent themselves. Madonna does it every week. (laughs) And he tells her it was funny. And he tells her he doesn't know how she tells him to start with the inside. Anyone can change their fate. Heroes are made, not born. Right. I wrote that down too. Heroes are made, not born. I feel like that's something on a Marvel. (laughs) I know. I thought of that too. It's so funny. Um, I was like up there with Spider-Man with, uh, with great power comes great responsibility or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) Like that's (laughs) Spider-Man. I do want to see the new Spider-Man. I like the the Tom Holland ones. I want to see the new one. Yeah. I like the Tom Holland ones. I haven't seen like all of them. Although the ones. The ones from like, you know, 15 or 20 years ago with. Uh, oh, the Tobey Maguire ones. Oh, I like those ones, too. And I know that the people either loved them or they hate them. But those are the ones that I like remember. Those are the ones I remember, too. Yeah. yeah I never so... saw the Andrew Garfield ones ever. I'm trying to remember who that is. <laughs> and Emma Stone. Do you know who Emma Stone is? I know who Emma Stone is. She was blonde in the in the in the, the Spider-Man. I just what, what is his oh, name? Yeah. Andrew Garfield. I like I know his name. I just. I don't even oh, know how man. many there were. I, I feel like there Dude, was only one. 
There's a couple. Like, I, well, I mean, of him, I don't know. Andrew Garfield looks like my ex-boyfriend. Like, <laughs> I don't think he's attractive at all. I mean, maybe he is now because he's getting older, but he always yeah. just seem really like... He's like awkward. Yeah, like, like really awkward. Yeah, he's cuter now that he's older, but there's something about his face is just... It, I don't know. Anyways... <laughs> <laughs> it brings back that sorry andrew thing. if you're listening andrew garfield. okay <laughs> oh i heard andrew garfield is a big fan of our podcast so oh good <laughs> come I'm on our podcast andrew garfield <laughs> we love you no <laughs> we've never seen you in the spider-man movies but i saw it i don't know they all they all blur together that's one of the things like marvel has so many freaking movies i know i can't I can't I don't even want to sit down and watch them there's too many I'm going to be watching them for like years I feel no, like no Jamie I did a whole thing uh during you binged every single one on Disney plus I did no I did in chronological order because I wanted how to long watch... did it take you Stephen? like two weeks to watch oh, them because I got but, that kind of time <laughs> well no yeah I was like literally watching them one after another but I they have them in chronological order um so I, I started with like doing it that way so I wanted to watch WandaVision and then once I got the WandaVision they added the something in the soldier like the new one and now there's Loki and then there's Hawkeye and then they have the new Scarlett Johansson one and then the one with the the rings or something and they got the t there's a tv series out now yeah there's that's what i'm saying so now i'm like getting behind already it's it's crazy it's too many it's too much marvel you need to slow your roll okay maybe like in the next like six months i'll i'll do like another binge watching all of them but maybe i'll binge with you (laughs) i have to tell you they were never something i was ever interested in watching and my nephew was over one night watching one of the um the ones where they're all in it like uh, like justice league or no no justice league is the other one that's dc yeah <laughs> no it was it wasn't end game it was like the one before that and um like it had all of them in, in like one yeah movie. yeah so i said uh, i don't watch what's this. what's their version of what's marvel's version of the justice league it's um Oh my gosh. <laughs> they have it. I don't think that they have it. They do. It's a whole group of them. <clears throat> They're Oh, the um Oh yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. I, I fucking watched all of them. I should know this. <laughs> I know. I can't. Like the I Aven- have the Avengers? Yeah. Is that what yeah, it is? the event they're Avengers. Avengers. Oh yeah. So I was watching Avengers Infinity War. That's what I was watching. Mm. And um I was like, I don't want to watch this. I was like, but watch it if you want. I don't care. So I ended up having to take them home. And I sat there and finished watching it after they left. And I was like, this is so interesting. And then I wanted to watch WandaVision because I kept seeing commercials for it or like all over the internet. And I was like, I'm going to have to watch all these fucking movies. (laughs) So I did. (laughs) I like, I... Because they all connect. They do. They're all connected. They're all from the same like world. Um, which is great and I love that there's a lot of them I just I wish that they would also do this with DC I mean they're I prefer DC over Marvel I am a DC person I like the darker aesthetic (laughs) Um, I've never the only one I've seen is the Wonder Woman's yeah I mean Batman is a favorite all of Batman everything with Batman Harley Quinn you know the Joker Penguin you know Riddler all of them Um, Catwoman Bat you know Batgirl or whatever um and then you've got titans 
but you know marvel has guardians of the galaxy i love titans by the way so i think i've talked about it before when the like, the last season came out on hbo i was so excited i binged that yeah. like in like two days but well no i didn't i was watching it every week what am i talking about i don't know but that's besides the point um marvel's got guardians of the galaxy which i loved until what's her face died and then i wanted to throw things and oh the green girl <laughs> the green girl yeah i remember I've all heard. their names I, is, I can't, I don't know, Gamora or is that her sister? Oh yeah, Gamora, right? Gamora. I think. Oh, well, I get her and her sister confused. I don't remember her sister's name. Oh wait, maybe that's a sister's name. Maybe her sister's name's Gamora. <laughs> oh, you know yeah, which I'm one sure. I really liked? I liked the Thor, the Thor movies. Um, but Thor, the last Thor that just came out, I really liked that one with Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. And uh, who is it? Chris Hemsworth. He is so fucking hot, Jamie. He is so hot. Mm-hmm. His arms mm-hmm. are huge. Him and, and his brother. I was so like, <laughs> I was like, I couldn't stop watching it. I was like, this man is like amazing. But, um, and, and then I watched the Tom, the Tom Holland Spider-Man and I said, I am so attracted to this kid. And he's so, he's so not my type, but I watched him in another movie um, where he's not, he's not like Spider-Man. It's some movie on Netflix I watched. And I said, I'm even attracted to him on this. So I was like, I'm attracted to Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom's cute. Um, He's so cute. Chris, Chris is hot, but I like Liam. I think Liam's a little hotter. <laughs> Sorry, oh, Chris. I think Chris is. I think Chris is. <laughs> well, our tastes are very. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it is Gamora, by the way. So we, we were right. It's, oh, good. It's Gamora. Do you remember uh, the um? Do you remember the construction guy that I had a crush on at work? Yes. I was talking about him uh, to Lauren on her podcast. And I forgot I even talked about it. And then I was like, oh my God, I forgot all about him. I was like, I wonder if he thinks about me. <laughs> but I remembered, because um, remember I would like bump into him in like the bathroom mm-hmm. and stuff. And you're always running into him somehow. I don't know yeah. how. I was like, and it's not even like I was purposely like doing it. I remember me and you were like getting on, we were trying to wait for the elevator and he was like waiting for it too. And I remember being like, Jamie. <laughs> and you were like, you're like huh <laughs> what like you were i was like i can't you you don't know how to play this game <laughs> <laughs> i don't know the rules steven <laughs> i used to be like that's him and you're like where you know huh? what assignment. i know i'm dumb i'm sorry but <laughs> i'm like only half paying attention to my surroundings in that building i'm just like la, 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 la. <laughs> but you but you eventually saw him yeah but i remember being like just go tell him that you think he's cute and i was like I'm not doing that. <laughs> like I could never do that. That's so awkward. But um, oh my god, he is so hot. Wasn't he so hot? Oh, not my type. <laughs> oh, he was mine. I used to, I remember when he would we'd be in the in that room downstairs eating, and uh-huh. he, we'd see him walk by, and I'd like turn around, and he'd like know I was fucking watching him. I know he knew. Ugh. He felt your eyes. He yeah. felt that stare. <laughs> If he saw me now, I lost some weight. He might be interested. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he really cared. He looked like the teddy bear type. <laughs> yeah, maybe he liked a little chunkier guys. Who knows? But whatever. <laughs> uh, I'll never see him again in my life. But... Uh, yeah, construction's well, anyway. done in our building now. So I know not. ever. I don't even know what his name was. So construction anyway. guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what I call him. Construction guy. Construction guy. <laughs> that hot construction guy. Oh, he was Here so Here comes hot. the construction cutie walking down the way. <laughs> I remember when, like, I'd come down to visit you and he'd be, like, working outside your window. I'd be like, 
he's right there. <laughs> and I'd be like, go for a walk with me real quick. And he'd be like, uh, I can't, but I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Back to the show. So Joey and Jack are in the lunch line together. Um, they're apparently all in lunch, to, like having lunch at the same time, but none of Just them. Just not eating together. Yeah, none of them eat together. And Jack is making jokes about the cafeteria food. Joey calls him a freak. She goes, you're such a freak, which I thought was funny. (laughs) And he asks her what she's up to that night. She says, oh, I don't know. Probably just the usual. You know, have my driver pick me up around eight, go for a massage before my catered dinner aboard my yacht. Then maybe jet over to Paris to see the Maltese exhibit at the Louvre. And Jack tells her that it was moved to the Met. Uh, he says that he can get them reservations for eight at Williams and she doesn't know what he's talking about. He says, you know, Billy, that hot dog vendor guy down at Bally's Wharf. And she says, you mean like a date? And he says, no, more like a dat. And she says, well, what do people do on dats? And he says, etiquette is optional. You kind of just make up your own rules. The only requirement is that they have a great time. And he tells her he checked out the lunar calendar and there's no full moon for weeks. And she laughs and tells him he does have a certain charm, but she's going to ignore it and hang out with him anyway. She leaves and uh, he sits down with Andy and Pacey now. I thought it was annoying, though, that they kept bringing up the full moon because he does it before he goes to talk to her and um, at her locker. And then he brings it up again. I'm like, we get it. The full moon made you kiss each other. Like, not, I don't care about the full moon anymore. I don't think but... he mentions it after that. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I think they stop. Yeah. Um, so he sits down and he says, I got a date with Joey. And then he apologizes to Pacey because Pacey feels uncomfortable. But Pacey says, like, it's fine. Just like, keep me out of it. Yeah. And um, Jack reminds Andy that he knows it's his night with their mom. And if she doesn't want him to go, then he can stay home. Andy cuts him off and says, don't worry. She has to stay in and study anyway. And Pacey corrects her and says, we have to, to stay in and study, remember? And she's like, I can't believe I forgot. So Andy tells Jack that their mom is doing a lot better because of her new medication. So then Jack says that their mom had another Sybil incident the week before. And he tells Andy that they should be honest with each other, especially about their mom. And Andy says, just go out with Joey. I have everything under control. It's um, like her favorite that's like her favorite saying. That's what she always says. I have it under control. I have everything under control. She never she has, has anything. She has never has anything under control. I mean, she does, but like. She doesn't. But she doesn't. <laughs> She's lying to herself. Uh, only sometimes though, but she just, not everything. She's got some stuff under control. They're sometimes. like, all right, you know? Andy, whatever, whatever you say, we know you don't. Um, I mean, it's just going to spell disaster for her because, you know. Yeah. You know. What goes up will eventually come down. <laughs> what? <laughs> she's such a strong character. Like she's like she's always like ahead of it. She's taking care of her family. She's going to school and she's getting the grades, you know, and she's helping Pacey. She's like a very strong character who seems to have like her shit together. She knows what she's doing and she's doing it. Oh, and, right. And right. you know what I mean? And what what's up must she's gonna come break. Down. Right. She's gonna snap. Basically, and and she will eventually happen. She does. Um, I do remember that. But like, I just I'm so like I love Andy. I really do. But I do too. She really is one of my favorite characters. I was so Mine too. not. I'm not not to get into a tangent like we just did, but I really was disappointed when she left the show. I and I still don't understand why they why they let her go out of her contract. But the next scene is Dawson showing up at Joey's unannounced. 
she's getting dressed for her date with Jack. And mm. she's like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here, Dawson? I told you we needed to spend time apart. Like, I, I got a date coming and it's somebody that you don't want to see. Why are you here? And he's like, my intentions are completely honorable and I'm not asking for anything in return. Here's half of the prize money. And she's very hesitant to take it. And, and he sees says, hopeful, like the entire time he's having this conversation, he's so hopeful in his face and his eyes, mm-hmm. you know, and if you just really watch him as this conversation progresses and he goes to leave, it just, it crumbles. Yep. He gets so broken. Mm-hmm. So he just wants her to be happy. He's not asking anything in return, just except that she'd be happy. And she says, you know, she could really use the money. And he tells her he believes in her. He always has. And she says, thank you. So he asks her if she's going somewhere. And she says, uh, no, just hanging out with a friend. And I was like, who? I'd immediately be like, it's you're hanging out with Jack. You have no other friends. <laughs> like, who are you hanging out with? Like, I know. Anne from your like biology class. Like, we've never heard of her. So, yeah, I mean, like, you're clearly hanging out with Jack. Well, yeah, who else would she be hanging out with? <laughs> like, it's like, you had two friends. <laughs> me and Pacey, and I know you're not hanging out with me. And I know uh, no, you're not hanging out with Pacey. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, that was annoying. She could have just said, yeah, I got plans. I don't know. So... Well, um, it's not supposed to be a date. So if she left it as, oh, you know, I've got plans. It could have been. Well, she didn't want to say I got a date. Right. But I mean, all right. So let's let's think of it this way. Like if I if you were my ex-boyfriend who obviously still hung up on me and you asked me what I was doing and I said, I've got plans. What do you think? I'd I got like she's got a date. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so she said, no, I'm just hanging out with some friends. All right. She's just hanging out with some friends. That's the difference there. She didn't, it's not supposed to be a date. She didn't want to tell Dawson, even if she said it the other way, that it was going to be but, probably possibly a date. But if I knew it gets ruined when were... he sees Jack, but <laughs> no, I t- look, I totally understand what they're doing here. I'm not an idiot, but like, if I knew her, if I, if I knew your, if we were dating and I was your ex-boyfriend and you said you're hanging out with friends and I knew who your friends were and you only had two friends, I'd be like, no, you're not. I'm one so- of them. <laughs> Dawson's the dummy right now then. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Dawson again, Dawson's not actually listening. <laughs> no, he's he's not. He's just staring at her. Um, so he goes to leave and she she's stops awfully him. pretty in that top. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her oh, in her makeup and lipstick. Oh. So he goes to leave and she stops him and she just asks if things could ever get back to normal between them and uh, if they could just be friends again. And he says he'd, he'd really like that. He goes to leave again and she starts talking and he turns around and he looks super annoyed again. She tells him whatever movie he decides to make, she knows that it will be great. And he tells her he's thinking of doing a love story. Boy gets girl, boy loses girl, boy gets girl back. And she's just like, Dawson, I I can't talk about this. (laughs) Question. What's it mean when your ears ring? Someone's talking about you. It just happened to me too. Someone's talking about us, Steven. Someone's talking about us. I'm like, I lost my hearing for a second. And then I just had this ringing noise and I'm like. That's so funny. It happened to me too. Someone's talking about our show right now, you guys. (gasps) Oh my God, who could it be? Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. 
it's it's now 10 17 eastern on 12 22 <laughs> who are you <laughs> show yourself <laughs> what were you saying Hopefully we don't want to play this game <laughs> they're like oh it was me i was just giving you a five-star rating on spotify <laughs> <laughs> and itunes and itunes that's what I was they're probably like let me look at my calendar what was I doing three weeks ago um (laughs) (laughs) exactly three weeks ago that's when this will be out in three weeks from us recording this three weeks and two days (laughs) (laughs) exactly so yeah he says he's a sucker for happy endings they have another awkward goodbye and he goes to leave and he sees Jack and they just sort of stop and he says hi and they both well they both say hi to each other but Dawson is pissed (laughs) um he drives off in his motorboat but um (laughs) speedboat whatever it is (laughs) (laughs) every time I hear the word motorboat I just think (laughs) I think I hope everybody's laughing with me because I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right, I'm moving on. Um, so Dawson is now at Mitch's new place, which is the building he bought from Tamara. Love the building, by the way. I love Mitch's apartment. I know, like, I like studio the studio apartment thing he's got going on. I love the the brickwork. <laughs> I love yeah. the elevator lift that they use. Like, I, I want to live. Wanna... I did want to change the style around though. I wasn't like impressed with his style, but I liked well, he it just too. Moved in. I mean, he just had crap everywhere at this point. Like there's no personality. No, I just wanted, like his furniture and stuff. Yeah. Like everything was still in boxes. He even has boxes on the counter in the kitchen that we see. Um, we actually see a clear layout of this, of his, of his new place. <laughs> we haven't seen the bathroom. I don't know where that's at. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, it's all like in one open space. So like, yeah, it's a studio apartment. <laughs> it's, a, it's a studio apartment. So it's just one giant big Well, it's room. not technically an apartment. It's a building that he was supposed to use for whatever. Right. But the upstairs is where he's sleeping at. It's the apartment above the restaurant. It is? Yeah. They, he, when he when Dawson brings the box and he's getting off of a lift one of those old school elevators with the like the recordian like metal things i thought that he was living in the entire building that he bought no he's living upstairs (laughs) oh it probably (laughs) when they when he finally gets back with um with gail he probably turns the upstairs into like office or something but he's upstairs like dawson is coming off of this lift with a box there yeah Okay. Yeah, so he's not living in the entire area. He's living upstairs. Okay. Did you ever see My Girl too? Uh, no, after I was traumatized after the first one. So, <laughs> well, it's it's a much more upbeat movie, but um, they live on top of the mechanic, uh, the auto shop that they that they work at. So yeah, when you, a funeral home. Oh yeah, the funeral home. So yeah, when you walk up to the traumatized, <laughs> I saw that in the movies. I remember my mom took me and my two younger siblings it was and... all cute until we got stung by a bee and then it was all sad after that yeah it was very sad yeah bee stings bee stings he needs his glasses thomas jane needs his glasses dude it was terrible it was heartbreaking and i don't want to talk about it well it watch my girl too my girl too is a much upbeat movie, older, much more right? upbeat movie. i yeah, know that they like... made him i don't think i ever saw that one 
Oh, it's it's really good. I loved My Girl Two back in the day. I was I tried to win like a contest to like see the um see the movie in the theaters when I could just go to the theaters. But um, I remember driving my mom and dad crazy because we had to go to this like like town so far away to get a poster because I was trying to get the My Girl Two poster. And I don't have it to this day. I probably got like, it probably got destroyed for me, like hanging it up every five minutes. But my mom was like, you and you needed this fucking poster so bad. <laughs> she probably didn't say that. But um, I remember like, my dad was like, we have to drive all this way to get this poster. And I was like, well, yeah, I wanted the poster. I wasn't good. I going to drive there myself. But they did it for me. They drove me all this. It was probably like a 45 minute drive just to get a poster from yeah. like a video store. It was so crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, oh. I remember like calling all these like video stores being like when they came out on, on video. And I was like, I was just wondering if you had the My Girl 2 poster and if I could have it when you get rid of it. Like I would, I was fucking weird. I would like do this <laughs> to like everybody. And I tried to get it from the videotape center place that was around the, around the corner from me. But my friend at the time, the girl who I was like best friends with, she fucking got it before I did. And she didn't even like the movie as much as I did. And I was so she mad. She wanted it because you wanted it. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> she, no, Jamie, it's exactly what she did. That's all she used to do to me. She used to, drive, she used to drive me crazy. Every single thing I liked, she had to like. And then she always like tried to up me by getting it before me. And I used to be like, why do you do this to me all the time? I loved Blind Melon. That song by Blind Melon, No, um, no Rain. The Bumblebee Girl. You've heard this song. If you if you look it up on YouTube, you've heard this song. What's it called? It's uh, No Rain by Blind Melon. Oh, I love this song. Right? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know the name. <laughs> I um, loved I loved Blind Melon when I was like 14, 13, 14 years old. I love that wait, song. Wait, wait. So that song is my anthem, but I have it um, by I was I listened to this song actually a lot um like i know all the freaking words i love this song now i don't have it by blind melon though i have it oh no it is by blind melon i just never looked <laughs> i read it on my playlist i don't know who <laughs> else sang it <laughs> i only listen to that song i love that freaking song that song like if you listen to the words it's like my anthem because he just talks about like being being sad when there's no rain and i read books and my life is like <laughs> What is my life? You know what I mean? Because we like to escape. So this is like that's my song. song. It's a fantastic song. Well, I I loved that song. I loved that band when I was younger. She went and got the fucking cassette tape. And I was like, why did you buy this? Like, why did you have to get this? And she goes, because I like it. She never fucking liked them at all. She only did it because I wanted it. And it was like, that's how our friendship always was. Like even until we were like in our like thirties, but I was Did like, she, like use it maybe to like try to have something in common or she was just that petty. No, that's just how she was. Like she, I remember getting like the shelf for my books and stuff when I was a kid and I had like my TV on it and stuff. She went and got the same one at BJ's and um, I was like, why did you get the same shelf as me? But her mom would do the same thing. Like I remember my mom and dad got a bay window in the front of the house and they did. Then when my mom got like a sealed door in the front of our, for our house and they did. And they would just constantly like, just cop. They were like copycats. It's weird. And my mom would be like, well, the best form of flatter, like 
uh, flattery is um, imitation. The best form yes. of flattery is imitation. Right. My mom used to say that. And I, I mean, like, she's oh, your mom was a very wise woman because that is completely accurate. She was. So, yeah, we're back at Mitch's and um, Dawson's like dropping off this last box of his dad's and he says he's he's going to leave. We'll see him later. And Mitch is like, we'll just stay and hang out. And he's like, are you trying to work that friend angle again? And he says, I was trying. And he tells Dawson just to talk to him. And I wrote also, Mitch looks fucking sexy as fuck. <laughs> With his arms. His arms were so like. It's so muscular. Yeah. <laughs> um, like a biceps. <laughs> yeah. He looks really good. Um, so he's a buff, a beefcake. <laughs> he's, a, he's a hot daddy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So. He asks Dawson, how's Joey? And he says, she dumped me and is dating another guy. And Jen, probably drunk and stuff. Dumped me and she's calling for another guy, I thought. Oh, probably. I just, I was just like being quick with what I was saying. And she said falling. Um, So yeah, he says he's, Joey dumped him and is falling for another (laughs) guy. (laughs) Much better. (laughs) And Jen. Watch me be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're probably right. And Jen, he says, and Jen <laughs> can't get it out. Um, Jen's probably drunk and stuck on a sidewalk somewhere. I thought yes. that was hysterical. I wrote it down. <laughs> it was funny. So Dawson gets annoyed and tells Mitch this isn't going to work. And he goes to leave. And Mitch stops him and tells him he doesn't have to like his decisions, but he should respect them. And Dawson loses it. have this conversation with Dawson? Like... He said the same thing before. You don't have to like our decision. You just have to accept it and respect it. Yeah. Dawson, you're not listening. He's a typical man. He's being a bratty teenager. He's not listening. So Dawson loses it and says, all he ever does is respect other people's wishes. And he says he's sick of it. It makes everyone feel better, but it makes him feel like hell. And Mitch says, maybe because you're only concerned with the outcome and not the intentions. And he tells Dawson, nobody's out to get you, especially not me. I'm your father. And um, Mitch gives Dawson a key and says... All right, Darth Vader. I know, that's what it made me think of. Luke, I am your father. No! All right, okay. I'm back. Fine. So Mitch... (laughs) Anybody else a really big Star Wars fan? Because I am... I'm not. Justin loves the Star Wars movies. He he dragged me to see the all three of the new ones that came out. Except for the... The last one, we watched that on um, paper, pay-per-view. We watched it on demand or we rented it or whatever because we didn't see it in the theaters. I don't know why. Yeah. Hmm. I do want to see it, though, because I watched all the other ones. So. I love them all. And I love that they're making more shows. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm just yeah. not into them. I tried and like so many times to like them. It's just not my thing. I like them. I mean, the originals are still my favorite. Um, I know there was a lot of uh, angry people when they killed off Luke uh, so early, like the way that he died. Was oh, just... yeah. But I mean, some guys are getting up there, you know, they're they're not going to be doing this. It's time to pass the, the torch to the, the next generation of nerds. We... <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're taking over, you know, <laughs> it was exciting to see Carrie Fisher, though, because yeah. I know they used her. She died like after they she made the second one. Mm-hmm. And um, I know they used they did, like her a CGI again. thing for her appearances later. I know that was really sad. You know what I really liked? Rogue One. Yeah, that, that was cry. a tragedy. It was good, but it, yeah, it, it really makes you it makes you cry. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> in the movies we're watching it, and I go, I go, wait, 
they're all gonna die and justin's like yeah because that's how the movie starts and i was like yeah i can't it's literally the events that happen right before a new hope uh and it's a tragedy because like for people who are not familiar with star wars when you watch that you're like you have all this hope oh they're gonna get off this planet it's gonna be fine and no they just sit there on the beach and basically just sit next to each other and hold hands and die like it's sad so sad but it was so good yeah that one i really liked and i wasn't like i didn't even know what it was like happening i just remember justin like sort of like giving me a little play-by-play because i didn't yeah like like i said i don't watch a little background history on it yeah Um, but when they showed at the end young leia I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God. It leads right into the beginning of A New Hope when she gets captured and her ship gets taken over by Darth Vader. Yep. Yeah, so so good. Um, I even like the Han Solo movie. Like, I've never seen that either. I do oh, want to see it though. I loved it. it this was is really now cool. a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> Our listeners, I don't know if they'll all be down for it. <laughs> they stopped uh, listening. They turned us off. It honestly, and I'm just gonna talk about this for like a second though, but it boggles my brain meets, and I love saying that I'm gonna say that all the time now, but it it boggles me all mind. the time anyway. I know. <laughs> what is it? What? what do you mean? You're gonna say it now? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I feel like every time I say it, I I have to like amend myself to saying I'm just gonna be saying this all the time. But it boggles <laughs> my mind that um that people there are people to this day that's never heard of it or ever seen it and i just don't know how that's even possible but i grew up on it so i i, I mean i don't know <laughs> what? that's what i feel like when people are like i've never ever thought of kelly clarkson or thought of her or listened to her or blah 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 and i go how she's like all over the place how have you never heard a kelly clarkson song Some- right. especially when she was on the tv show that made her famous to begin with you know well, I can understand if somebody was like too young to watch it because it, it was so long ago. She's everywhere now. Yeah. Everywhere. Like you've never heard since you've been gone or like, I don't know, some some uh, podcast host I was listening to was like, I've never, ever thought of Kelly Clarkson in my life. But she said she like listened to something recently with her and she loved it. And I was like, really? Like you've never, I mean, ever like. I mean, it's, maybe they don't listen to that kind of music. Maybe they're like heavy metal death metal fans and they don't listen to pop and I mean <laughs> that's <maybe>. that <laughs> anyway maybe they're just it. you know I don't know <laughs> it just blows my mind I don't know I mean, <laughs> I've even heard of Star Wars and I'm not a fan of it so <laughs> but um so yeah Mitch gives Dawson a key and says he wants him to think of his new place as his own and um he says Dawson says you want me to be open and honest right well, I don't want another friend or a buddy. I want a father. Can you respect that? And Mitch says, I guess I'll have to. And he leaves. And I was like, I'm confused. When did Mitch stop becoming Dawson's father? Like, I feel like their relationship was always sort of like uh, a bit in between thing where he, Mitch was always very fatherly and giving him advice and being um, uh like a what's it called like he was always a role model yeah but what... i know what you mean because like before he could go to dawson could go to him for advice like parental advice but he could also go to him for like stuff where like all right i need to talk to you i need a friend you know what i mean so i like i see what you're saying this did confuse me too because i was like what exactly does he need from from mitch in a fatherly way that he can't get just like having a natural conversation makes no and sense. i and then i really now that you said that and i'm like i'm thinking okay to look up to him maybe 
because of the issues that's happening with their family, he doesn't mm-hmm. see Mitch as the parental father figure anymore because he he's kind of like pitting him as the villain. You know, you're breaking up yeah. our family. You're not my dad. I don't want to be your friend. I want you to be my father. I want us to be a cohesive unit again. Yeah, I think maybe that's what they could be hinting at. But this really confused me too. Yeah. So, um, does that does that kind of make sense? Maybe I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I felt like they were just trying to make something out of nothing. And it was really it was a confusing line because I was I couldn't really understand what exactly he wanted from from Mitch aside to just sweep everything under the rug, get over and get back with Gail, you know. And that's the only thing that I could come come up with because what else could he possibly want from his father besides his father to be a father that yeah. lives under the same roof? And so that's that's kind of where I got to my conclusion. But I, I don't know what else he could possibly want from Mitch in a fatherly way. Yeah, it made no sense know. because he's still just because he's not living in the same house with him doesn't mean he's not his father. And he's even like he's trying to like like he's trying to be a friend to him because he's trying to let him know like things are going to be okay. Like right. I don't want you to lose touch with me either because I'm not living in the same house as you. But yeah. like I like he's just changing his way of parenting a little bit. Does it, it's not like he's saying like we're going to be buddies and go out drinking together on like right. The weekends. Right. Like it's also just, just because it so seriously. He, I don't know. He, I mean it's a such it's a serious situation but like just because you don't live under the same roof doesn't mean that you're no less a father than you were before, you right. know? But again, this is the first time he's going through this. He is a hormonal teenager who is, you know, still probably going through his puberty. So, um I just, I think he's just, he just doesn't see that. He sees my dad is not living under my roof. You know, he can't be the father that I need him to be. And then that's just not the case. That's the only thing I can think of. I really got nothing else. I don't know what they were trying to do there. I mean, it was, it was a really confusing line and I would have to sit here and just pick apart. Don't I would literally sit here and pick apart, you know? It's not worth it. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's not. I, I picked it apart enough. It's, 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 you know, yeah. you've said, before, so. you've said enough. <laughs> You need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what milk? Do you need milk? Milk. I need the milk. No, I'm out of water. I really want water. I have a little bit of milk left. If I, I will drink it if I have to. But do you want to go get a water? Water sucks. It really, really sucks. No, it doesn't. Water is delicious. If you don't drink water, shame on you guys. You need to drink water. Most of your body's made out of the water. <laughs> so. Uh, Dawson is now Jen. She's painting her toenails and he asks her if her invitation is still open to go to this party. And she goes, you had a run in with Joey. <laughs> and he says, you're quick. No way around that. And she says, yeah, you can come, but no bitching about her partying habits and keep an open mind and no judging. I'm like, he's been to a fucking party before. Like, really? Yeah, but not like, with Jen letting loose. He hasn't. But still, like, I don't know. Yeah, well, you're, right. you're right. You're right. Not with the way that Jen's been partying. And I think that's something that she's trying to say. Listen, you're probably not going to like what you see. You're going to have to, you know, let it go. Yeah. You make. Because uh, she sense. knows how she's been. She's having fucking threesomes in high school with two guys. Oh, <laughs> I was like, good I for you, Jen. I know. Free. <laughs> Even though, even though the two guys you, she's fucking are disgusting. I just kind of wish she was sober. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that was the only thing that felt gross about it. Um, so, yeah, he says he can do that, maybe. And she tells him it's not a date. And he's way too far gone as rebound case for her to be remotely interested. And he says, and this will be exactly what he needs. And he says, what time should I pick you up? And she says, I'll pick you up at seven. 
And she tells him, this could be good, the two of us uh, back together again. And he reminds her that this is not a date. And she tells him she's not interested, remember? And you think I wrote, she was telling the truth or do you think she was lying? I don't think she's interested in him at all. I think she's just happy that their friendship is back on track. Because she was being so weird in the beginning. And like now she's just like, I'm, like, I'm past that now, you know? I can accept that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I also wrote the song that they were playing in this scene was so distracting and I didn't get a chance to even look it up, but I think it was one that they filled in in the I didn't even hear it. Oh, <laughs> I tuned it right out. It was terrible. <laughs> tuned it right out. It was terrible. I was so focused on their interaction. I tuned it right out. I didn't hear it. No. It wasn't one that I knew, so I didn't hear it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't one I knew either. That's why I knew that it was one that they like filled in. Yeah, I feel like this episode had a lot of songs that I've never heard of before. Did you did you hear the Goo Goo Doll ones at the end? At the the Goo Goo Doll one at the end. But yeah, that was that was pretty. I was like, oh, I know this one. Yeah. But like other than that, mm-mm. no, because I think they were all just villains. Yep. Um. So we're at the party and we see Jen wearing her famous maroon shirt. <laughs> she already wore in the episode uh, with Abby, and he's like looking around, and she says, "Stop judging," and he says, "He's not. He's just he's just observing." And um, they find Chris and Todd and Todd says to Dawson, he goes, Dawson Leary, you're a surprise. I thought Todd looked cute when he was sitting down, but then every time they, he got up and the camera was like fate, like in his face, I thought he was it's so- It's his eyes. It's something about his stare when he's like looking or observing like them and everything. Yeah. It, it's all in, in the way that he's watching. It's like he, the way he watches Jen and the way he watches them approach. It's just- there's something about the way he's looking at them is what it is. It's not even like his body or the way he looks. It's it's all in, for me, it was all in his facial expression and his eyes, the way that he was, you know, staring. Like even um, later one on the couch, it's just like, it's a very intense stare, but it's not even like the the good kind. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I don't know. I didn't like him. No. Um. So Chris gives Jen a beer and the three of them go inside to dance and Dawson stays outside. Jen tries to get him to come in and he says, no, he's just going to, he's fine. And she says, just enjoy yourself. And he's like looking around, he's by himself now. And then he looks in the house through the door and he just sees Jen dancing with the two boys. This is when he's like, I have to keep an eye on her now. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be fun. I'm just going to keep an eye on her. I really don't know what he was expecting to, to have happen when he goes to the party. Because, like, he doesn't talk to anybody else but the no. people that he immediately knows. And the only person he immediately knows is Jen. He's not yep. going to talk to Chris. Him and Chris aren't budding butt buddies, you know? What was he going to do if he was, like, hanging out with the three of them? He'd be a fourth wheel, basically. Yeah. And I, I he would he would be so offended the the entire time he'd be sticking up for Jen, which he ends up watching from afar anyways, just to make sure nothing stupid happens, which I can completely appreciate because I have been in his shoes uh, at parties. I have been the mama bear where my friends are so drunk that I have to like watch over them to make sure no creepers make moves. Like I have a lot of work. (laughs) It is. I could never have fun in my younger years because I was too busy making sure that, you know, my friends were okay. Like taking keys and uh, shooing away the boys that, you know, couldn't take a hint when my friend's sloppy and can't stand up. I'm like, you're not, you're not, you know, this isn't happening. Well, if she was sober and she could make a, a, a right decision, then, you know, it'd be fine. But 
well, you're, like, a you're not hitting on her or coming on her or any of that while she's drunk like you're just gonna back the fuck like I, people avoided me at certain points up towards the end of the parties because i was i'm a mama bear these are my friends these are my kids these are my girls <laughs> did back any of up. them ever do that for you i don't get i never got drunk like that i never needed it because i was too busy watching everybody else i never needed it <laughs> i think once and i once once because it wasn't with them i was with other people um who all could handle themselves and i was i was i got pretty drunk but nobody tried anything i was mad though because my ex-boyfriend chased away this really cute boy who was trying to talk to me (laughs) and i found out after the fact and i said are you kidding me right now (laughs) he literally warned you away from me like he had no right i was real mad (laughs) i was really mad did you hook up with your ex-boyfriend no he tried later that's what I mean. He, but he, he understood the word no. <laughs> no means no. No means no. Um, um, so now we are with Pacey and he arrives at Andy's and uh, we see Andy's mom outside gardening. I forgot who she was at first. Whose backyard are they walking into right now? <laughs> I thought it was Graham's at first. And then I was like, oh, no, that's not Just Graham's. No, it's definitely not Graham's. And, I, I, I had the same thought for like a nanosecond, though. I thought it was like. What yard is Grams in? <laughs> no, I was like, who's this lady? Oh, oh never mind. That's not Grams. <laughs> um, but she looks all like normal and she's like gardening and she looks all nice and put together. And um, she offers to make something, make him something sandwich. to eat. I'm too hungry. You want some sandwiches? Yeah, it's a sandwich. And so he sweet. tells her, no, he just ate. And Andy comes out and she's like trying to get Pacey to get into the house and her mom asks what they're studying and he says U.S. history and biology. And Andy's mom says, if Tim were here, they could get some help from him. U.S. history was one of Tim's favorite subjects. And Andy's like, uh, okay. Uh, thanks lady. <laughs> Bye. Like she's so like embarrassed. So yeah. they go in the house and then Pacey's like, I thought you said your mom was getting better. And she's like, she just slips sometimes. And he says, your mom's still talking about your dead brother. Like he's still alive. And she just says, you know, her mom has good days and her mom has bad days. So they go up to Andy's ginormous bedroom and it's very maroon. And I wrote, she has her own bathroom. I actually, when I saw this scene, I actually did remember it. I was like, oh, I remember Andy's bedroom being humongous. Yeah. (laughs) And I liked her desk because it had like the bookcase on the end. Mm -hmm. i loved it um pacey says he tells her she has type a personality she's winning awards and to top it all off she's taking care of her mother and she still finds time in the day to rescue a guy like him and he says aren't you tired and she's like you do what you gotta do pacey and this right here exactly is where i was like you know she is such a strong female character but he's right she has to be tired and eventually she's going to she's gonna fall you know yeah this is the point you were making mm-hmm. she didn't even answer she just said you got to do what you got to do you know right so she tells them that she always gave herself a margin of error for any unforeseen roadblocks unfortunately has he has no margin of error and she says you're what we call in the studious circles as up crapola creek without a paddle and she starts using all these other funny like analogies and he's like i get it i get it like i'm an idiot i get it and um she's just sort of like embarrassed a little bit but then they cut to jack and joey on their date they're sitting like in this like field near like the water having like they're they keep drinking from their like fountain sodas um 
I'm assuming they had hot dogs <laughs> and uh, they see heat lightning or lightning. And Jack goes, it's heat lightning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if it's heat lightning, why are they wearing so many layers? It was so weird. Like, <laughs> um, but he tells her he almost got struck by lightning as a kid. And he goes off on a whole tangent about lightning. And Joey starts smiling and says, Jack, how do you know things that normal people don't know when you don't know things that normal people do know? <laughs> and I had to like, repeat that so many times because i didn't even understand what she said oh. but it makes it makes sense when you like finally understand it That's but like um, me on occasional things because <laughs> i just know like random shit and people are like why do you even know that and i'm like i mean anybody can do that anybody can have that i mean i know the most random shit too that nobody would know and then i don't know things that other people might know <laughs> like yeah so like what's the most random fact that you can think of right now mm-hmm. i have no idea i don't know do you know why flamingos are pink? No, I I feel like I heard this. I probably heard it from me. <laughs> <laughs> why? So flamingos are pink because of the shrimp that they eat. Oh, I did. I, I've heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a random fun fact that a lot of people look at me really funny when I say I ask them that. And they're like, I don't know, because they're pink. No, they're white. <laughs> I feel like I would know my thing. Most random thing would be something about entertainment. So like, I don't know. Oh yeah. You have like all kinds of like, yeah, you know, definitely all your fun facts, dumb things. I don't know. I couldn't even, (laughs) I I don't even know where to begin. You never know. You know them until somebody has a random question and then you give them the answer and they're like, right. Not even look that up. Like, and I don't even know. It's just stupid stuff that sticks to my brain. Like, I don't Mm. know. Well, anytime I have that kind of question though, even if it's random, I'll look it up. Terry gets on my case about all the time because like we'll be watching a show and something will pop up and I'll be like, huh, I wonder, I wonder what they meant, you know, what that, what that means. And the next thing you know, I'm on my phone. He goes, are you looking it up right now? And I'm like, yeah, I want to know the answer. Wow. <laughs> I'm starting to feel I like, I'm starting to feel like how Terry feels during this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Because <laughs> I do it here too. I really want to know the answer. <laughs> And I'm I'm just grateful for Google and for smartphones, and I don't have to go to a library and look up a dictionary or you know wait for my a library <laughs> and a library. grab an encyclopedia, or I don't have to like boot up my computer and wait for the dial-up to connect to the internet before I do my Ask Jeeves search. You know, <laughs> Ask Jeeves. Be <laughs> kidding. If you don't know what AJ.com is. <laughs> He's too young for you. Yes, <laughs> Jeeves disappeared. Uh, disappeared quickly. As soon yeah. as he got here, he disappeared. <laughs> um. So Jack says, "Have you ever got bored and watched the Weather Channel?" And she's like, "Uh, no." But she says that she and Dawson replicated Ben Franklin with the key when they were kids and almost got electrocuted. And he says, "You and Dawson." And she apologizes for bringing him up, but she explains that he's always been a part of her life. And he says he gets it. He understood when Dawson punched him. And this is when Joey says that, Jack, you have to understand, Dawson thinks that life is just a big movie. And, you know, the hero always punches out the bad guy, but not not that you're the bad guy. It's just, and he's like, I get it. I get it. He says all this other stuff about like, 
if I was Dawson, I wouldn't want to let you slip through my fingers either. Like he's like, you know, really. This is when he on. starts to get real smooth. He's like, yeah. He's like, you're not something that I would let slip through my fingers. And he's like, you know, I would have been up for that. He's like, I felt like I was in a western when he like punched me. Right. He's like, like I had to, you know, do the like he was going to challenge me to a duel, and he's like, I'd be up for that duel. Some things are worth fighting for. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, look at look at Jack. He's got some game, you know. <laughs> go, go, Jack. By the way uh not for nothing i used to love the weather channel i watched it every morning before school and then would switch it to mtv and listen to music videos while i got dressed and ready for school funny Uh i love the weather channel yeah i used to put it on once in a while too but it always would change i never knew what area i was in because it'd always be like another state or something and i'd be like well where's where's my area you know what? I used to look at it on my phone all the time too, but now I don't. I barely even look at it. I just like look outside. I'm like, is it raining? Jesus. Well, when I was in high school, our smartphones weren't that smart. <laughs> I didn't Yet. have a smartphone in high school, Jamie. So mm-hmm. me, I didn't have text messaging until I was like 19. Okay, <laughs> I was so excited when I got text messaging, but I was like not in high school. Um, <laughs> I was. Oh no, like everybody else had text messaging, but me. <laughs> I was 24 when I finally got a cell phone because I didn't want to get one. And I didn't even have texting until like another three years later because I was like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what this is. And now it's like all we do. That's it. We live off of our phones now. But we do. We yeah. Do. So the weather channel was definitely on TV. So I would wake up, turn the weather channel on. And it was always the uh, weather on the eights. Right. So every every eight, <laughs> every eight minute, you know, 08, 18, 28. <laughs> And then I would switch it to MTV back when MTV actually played music videos. I used to love MTV. So Dawson is watching Jen with Todd now. They're on the couch. And Chris comes up to Dawson and asks what's going on with him and Jen. And he says, getting some post-Joey action. And Dawson says, you're just as subtle as you are genuine. Chris says, what you see is what you get. So then he walks over to Jen and Todd and he kisses Jen on the forehead. And I wrote, her hair looks insane. (laughs) Her hair looked insane in that moment. It was literally like, just like (laughs) pushed back. She's like drunk and like all over the place. I don't know. Now we're back with Pacey and Andy. They're still studying and he's challenging her about some nonsense. It's not important. I like, I couldn't even tell you what they were talking about. It was something about highlighting some bullshit and books and blah, blah, blah. I didn't even care about it. No, I missed it too. (laughs) It was so dumb. Um, Andy gets a call from Molly's market that her mom is there again. So Andy was clearly not watching her mother. Um, she did not have it under control. Her mom left the house and ended up at Molly's Market, where she is now standing around in her pajamas while a crowd of people are listening to her talk about her husband and her dead son. Yeah, they um, probably should have studied in like dining room or the lit. Like the dining room is right by the front door. That would have been a perfect place. <laughs> yeah, like keep it on the your bedroom. Mom. <laughs> as soon as she arrives at Molly's Market, the girl who works there, I don't know if she's the owner or not. She just like starts in right on, on Andy, like right as soon as she opens. Yeah, she the met door. her at the door. She's like, I see you. You're coming. Here you are. Hi. I was like, this give can't her keep a happening. fucking minute. She has to deal with her mom. Like, God, calm down. She's like, I really like you and your brother. I really like you. That's why I didn't call the cops. But this is ruining business for us. You got to get your mom out of here. Get her out of here now. And she's like, okay, I will. Okay. And Andy's so sweet about it. I was like, oh, I'd be like, shut up. <laughs> like, I'm getting her. So so, so Andy's trying to get her mom to come with her to leave and she doesn't want to leave. She's like, I have to do shopping. So then Pacey comes up and 
he says well she starts to get upset too like i don't want to go home i can i can i can and she like started breaking like she literally just started having like a mental breakdown right there in the store and that's what it looks like a mess compared to what she looked like when we first saw her yeah she yeah she started i guess what started out as like an okay day ended up in not so great day and she just kind of spiraled a little yeah i wrote pacey handles the situation with marshmallows So he does. Pacey <laughs> saves the day with marshmallows. He oh, distracts her. Yeah. He, he like completely her. distracts her. Mm-hmm. And just like handling like, a toddler. Yeah, pretty much. And she's like, they're not good for you. And she's like, I have roast turkey and roast beef at my house or whatever. And he's like, that sounds like a triple decker club sandwich. And he's like, will you make me a sandwich, Miss McPhee? And she's like, I'll make you a sandwich. I'll make you a sandwich pasty. <laughs> so weird. But he, he was so sweet. But yeah, he took care of the situation and then they walk out and the whole crowd of people just staring at them were like, oh, oh, this is so what? What is oh. happening? I'm like, oh my God, you've never seen like a crazy person before? Get over it. <laughs> Where do you live? Under a rock, uh, apparently. <laughs> just I step have, outside. Your neighbor's I, probably crazy. Seriously. I used to have some lady come in the store and tell us that we were all gonna that we were all um the devil. And we were all going to like burn in hell. And, I, and I'd be like, that'll be $5.99. Um, is that cash or credit? Um, so we're back at the party and Dawson's looking for Jen. He sees her going upstairs with Chris and Todd. And I wrote, I said, good for you, Jen. <laughs> so Dawson barges in and he sees Jen in the middle of the two guys. They're all fully clothed. And he picks her up over his shoulder and he takes her outside. Well- not quite. Jen's shirt's almost off. Uh, Chris was working the buttons. He was almost at the bottom of her shirt. <laughs> yeah, her shirt was open. Yeah, so her we shirt was open. Um, do you think that she was really capable of giving consent, being as drunk as she was, to have this threesome that was about to transpire? Um, because she, I mean, at this next look, point, she's I don't really think upset this is the, for being interrupted. I don't think this is the first time that this has happened. To be honest with you, probably not. But I mean, in just thinking about consent and her being intoxicated i mean whether or not she's gonna regret it in the morning or not isn't really the question here because she's probably been through way worse of a situation so i don't think she necessarily cares but just as you know the situation for what it is do you think she's of of enough sound mind to be able to make those kind of like are those guys taking advantage of her that's what i'm trying to get at i think that they think she's on the same page because she's cool with hanging out with them and she's down for partying and you know they clearly slept together already but basing it on the conversation she has with dawson when they get outside she wasn't like passed out drunk right having like a deep conversation with him so i think she was fully well aware of what they were doing but it's a tv show and like i can't judge it from that because they wanted her to have this conversation with dawson but she was clearly drinking i don't know if she was to the point where she was not aware of what she was doing because right. she, when she leaves she's upset she's like why did you do that like yeah well yeah you know? so i was just i was just that was a question that i had and then my other one it's wait it's interesting though because i feel like if people watch that they would say like that they, they could look at it a totally different way, which is fine and oh, yeah. say that she was being taken advantage of but i personally don't think she was i think that she was fully well aware of what they were going to do that night because this isn't the first time they've done it and um i they definitely think both of it. those guys were more sober than she was though that That's i agree with um they're both scumbags <laughs> yeah and then i was i was thinking you know how earlier i was saying um the second guy was his name steve Todd. 
Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Steve. <laughs> okay. So it was a generic name. So he's Todd now. Um, <laughs> Todd was, you know how I was saying, like how he was kind of like glaring almost like the way his, he was like staring when they walked up and how he was watching Dawson and everything. Do you think that the reason why he was kind of giving off those vibes is because he knew he was probably going to get lucky with Jen tonight. And yeah. if Dawson's showing up, he's not going to get lucky. So now he's like, you're going to fuck this up for me. Probably. <laughs> yeah. He probably knew that because Dawson was there and they were friends and whatever, that maybe Dawson was going to be her protector, mm-hmm. but he almost, he almost made it. He almost did, but he was close. He was about to get, I wonder action. if Todd was ever a part of her sexcapades or she was just banging Chris and that was like a new Mm -hmm. thing with Todd yeah I mean I don't know they said this was the second party because in the earlier they said oh Todd's having another party at his place right so I'm assuming it's the second party at his place and they were mentioned about escapades from the party the the night before right Uh so maybe something happened the night before that either it didn't escalate as far as it was going to try to escalate tonight. Like something happened or it did already happen and it could, it's about to happen again. Mm. Um, it was clear like she knew him too. It's not like she just met him. So No, they've been having parties like it sounds like almost every night this week. So yeah, um, like I don't understand it. <laughs> they've been partying a lot since the, the tests that they were studying for in the, the last episode there. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Chris didn't want to stop. He was like, let's keep doing, let's keep He's having like, all the parties. I got lucky. I'm going to keep this route going. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. so Dawson carries her out of the house and she's yelling at him to put her down and he puts her down and she falls on the ground and her shirt's wide open. We just see her, her black bra. And she gets up and she starts to walk away. And he's like, look at yourself. You're drunk and hooking up with two guys. And he's like, where are you going? And she's like, she's going, I'm going home. And he's like, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> she stops. And then she turns back around and she starts walking towards him. She's like buttoning up her shirt. And um, she starts walking past him and he tells her to stop. And she's like, why? So you can explain this. And so that we can talk this out and you can explain to me why you're so determined to pull the plug on anyone who's having a good time. And he tells her this is not having a good time. And um, he says she's avoiding dealing with the fact that she's unhappy. And frankly, it's disgusting. (laughs) It's like, wow. And she says, you're one to talk. You're the most unhappiest person I know. And he agrees with her and says he would take his melancholy over this party any day because it's real. He's not pretending to have a good time. And she's like, I was having a good time. (laughs) And then she just stares at him and we're like, what is happening? And all of a sudden she leans over the fence and she just wretches and she has her hand blocking her mouth. I said, what I, is she doing? It's I so like, gross. I wrote this down. I'm like, who the heck is actively puking with their hand covered over their mouth? As so soon as weird. it starts to come out of my mouth, nothing like, else touching <laughs> me, right? Like, I understand covering your mouth if you're trying to hold it in, right? You're like, I can't. I'm just going to keep swallowing and maybe it'll go away, right? Oh, oh, but oh. the moment it's about to pass my lips, there's nothing. My hair is out of the way, I hope. <laughs> my hands and clothes are back like (laughs) i agree with you i feel like because when i watched it i said that had to be something regarding the sensors or something she had she probably had some kind of thing up her sleeve so that this 
liquid was coming out. It's probably water seeping through her. No, I really skin. think it was in her mouth. I just think she had a bunch oh. of garbage in her mouth, and they were like, it, was, it looked up. clear. It looked like water to me, but unless it was a choice by her, I don't know. But it was disgusting. I was like, ew. Now she has it in her hand. It's disgusting. Uh, maybe that was just supposed to be a nod towards how drunk she was. She was so drunk. She just maybe this is what I did. I don't know. But she goes, how's that for irony? Bad girl throws up on a white picket fence. It's so funny because right before she said that, I said she's throwing up on a white picket fence. (laughs) (laughs) She said, don't be disgusted by me, Dawson. Deal with me. Accept me. And accept the fact that there are people in this world that don't need saving. She says, I've tried to live my life just like you. I just didn't have that hope. But if everybody did, then people like you wouldn't be so special. And he tells her that she's special. And she says, no, you just want me to be. And I was like, oh, Jen Lindley, you are special. You're important. She's a special egg. And he says, if you weren't so special, then you wouldn't be so miserable. And she's like, I can't go home. And he tells her he knows. He's like, I know a place. I I know a guy. (laughs) So um, Jack is walking Joey to her front door. She tells him this was a very unique evening. And Jack asks, unique good? And she says, unique fun. Unique good or unique bad? Unique fun. It was unique fun, Jack. <laughs> you were fine. I know you need that validation. <laughs> and I'll give it to you. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of work. People need a lot of validation these days. Oh, I don't need it. I'm good. I'm telling you, we're all damaged. <laughs> I mean, I agree with that statement, but like, I don't we're need people little, to tell me I'm I'm We're I'm a little damaged, not. man. All the shit that we've gone through the last 30, 40 years is just, <laughs> we're all screwed. We're I mean, and up. just like the past almost two years now dealing with this pandemic, it's bizarre. But you know what, Jamie? I feel like I'm on a good path right now doing this thing with you. Yeah. And I don't need validation for anything. <laughs> when people comment and like try to critique us or how we're doing and it's like negative, I just laugh at it. I'm like, whatever, dude. I don't care. Thanks for your opinion. I'm like, I like what we're doing. I think we're having fun. So whatever. Well, you know what they say. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. <laughs> <laughs> true (laughs) it was unique fun (laughs) jack (laughs) so uh she says she should get inside and he and he kisses her he says you're not going to stop speaking to me again are you and she says no you're safe crescent moon (laughs) so they did mention the moon again (laughs) and um well she mentioned the moon (laughs) yeah but it's just like this dumb ongoing joke could you imagine if they were married for like 40 years and they're like full moon tonight jack (laughs) i guess we can make out it's it's their thing so i mean i I guess yeah whatever it's It's, it's their it's their song okay some people have songs some (laughs) people have how they they met oh well it was a full moon and you know he got punched by my boyfriend because he decided to you know yeah you're right make a move you know it's it's their whatever jamie you're right again (laughs) usually even's just being an asshole again Um, so he asks her if they could hang out again and she says yeah that's a distinct possibility uh unless i I get engrossed in the weather channel which is likely and they say good night not goodbye so joey tells them that she had a really nice time with him so now we're with andy putting her mom to bed pacey asks if she's going to be okay and he's worried about her 
And she says, look at you taking care of my mom and saving me. And she says, don't you see? You just proved yourself wrong. You can be anything you want. And what you did for me tonight wasn't anything short of spectacular. And she tells him that she's proud of him. And he tells her that he's not used to hearing those words. So he starts to walk up the stairs and she says, where are you going? And he says, up to your bedroom. And she says, oh, really? What did you have in mind? And he's like, what do you think? She goes, Pacey. (laughs) I know. And he goes, I still got three chapters to read. (laughs) I was like, what? Like she, she forgot that fast. Yeah, I don't think she's used to Pacey actually trying to. Yeah, they're not having sex yet. No, no. But I I think she's she's assuming he's trying to be a rake when he's she's not because she forgot a couple of times that they were supposed to be studying because she's not used to him actually wanting to study. So but in the all nighter, he like did the whole cram session in the last like the final hours before going to take the test remember yeah but he wasn't helping when she was actually trying to get them to study you know what i mean he was encouraging everybody to not study so he was able to like you know reel it in you know yeah what did they say what's what's that sports reference (laughs) they even get to the finish line yeah he did that whatever he did that (laughs) he got to the end zone (laughs) right yeah whatever i don't even know he got Um, a home run (laughs) I'm getting dirtier and dirtier with these. <laughs> he uh he shot his scored a shot. What? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Anyway, he anyway. Shot and it was all net. <laughs> <laughs> he took his shot. <laughs> Swoosh. Um, so we're hole back with one. Dawson. Oh yeah, he got a hole in one. <laughs> got a hole in one. <laughs> But all of mine are just going to turn into sexual innuendos. So yeah, he, w- he wishes he got a whole one. <laughs> Wait, how do how do you think Pacey feels? Because he was he was having sex all the time with Tamara, and now he's in a relationship with Andy, who's I think she's a virgin. I don't think she had sex before. I'm not sure yet. I feel I like she remember. did. I feel like she did. I don't think she's a vir- no. She's not a virgin because she mentioned during the all nighter that she's that she was right. I don't remember. But- I remember their first time. I don't remember why, like how it happened. Like I remember, but I don't. So I don't remember. This is going to be, it's going to, we'll find out <laughs> what happens. But I mean, like, how do you think, how do you think he's like going from having sex all the time to being with somebody who he has to be so slow with? And he's like a hormonal teenage boy. Honestly, I don't think it's bothering him too much because he genuinely likes. Andy. So he's just walking his dog a lot more these days yeah probably just walking this dog a lot more i mean even even that way at the bottom of the steps when they're walking up and she was like pacey you know what i mean um he probably could have turned that to his advantage if he was genuinely interested in yeah you're right trying to get busy and he didn't he was just like no we're going up there to study what did you think was happening you know uh like he's not pushy about it at all i don't think that it bothers him in that kind of way he's very mature in handling that kind of you know situation so i don't think i think he's very mature for that particular thing where he's not going to be like pushy about it or respectful he's very respectful yes Okay. Another reason why I love Pacey. Whatever. I'm glad we figured that out. Um, so Dawson's back at his dad's new bachelor pad. And um, he goes to the kitchen and he's uh, getting a glass of water. And he tells Mitch he knows he's uh, been really hard on him lately, but he's always been this larger than life Harrison Ford su- superhero to him. 
And Mitch says he's not sure he can live up to that. In reality, people are flawed. And he says, I can be your father, Dawson. And if you let me, your friend, your call. And Dawson just says, thank you. So he brings the glass of water (laughs) over to Jen, who's laying in bed. And she's like trying to sleep off her drunkenness. And she goes, Dawson Leary, my hero. He says, not a hero, just your friend. And she's like, what's it about? Your movie. What's your movie about? (laughs) And he says, it's a romance, star-crossed lovers, that kind of thing. And she says, how does it end? And he says he hasn't finished it yet. And she says, no happy ending, Dawson. They're bogus and pat and totally unrealistic. And things never end happy in real life. And he says, just go to sleep, Jen. You're fucking up my mind right now because I'm trying to write the script. Like, get over it. (laughs) It's like you're ruining it. Let me write my (laughs) H-E-A. What? uh, Happily ever after, H-E-A. Sorry. Oh, okay. That makes sense. (laughs) Um, That's what I was just saying. Let me write my happily ever after. (laughs) Let me write my (laughs) hee-ha. So. (laughs) Yeah. Hee-haw. Hee-haw. <laughs> All right, giddy up, cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> that's hee-haw. That's not even spelled right, baby. Well, that's what I was saying. Hee-haw. <laughs> you call yourself a book nerd? Come on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was just trying to forget it. Just move on. <laughs> so he tells her to get some sleep. She'll feel better in the morning. And she says, I wish that were true. And she lays down and says, no happy endings, Dawson. No happy endings. And we are now in the home stretch. I think that's what I was trying to say. But so okay. we, yeah, I don't I think, think that's a sports reference. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Home stretch. I believe it is. What sport? That's Baseball, home stretches. I think. Jamie, it is. They have home runs. Wait a minute. Baseball has home runs. I know, but I think home stretch. And then like like track has like the final stretch. Oh, wait. Home stretch. It's British. The concluding straight part of a race course. He drifted in back of the pack halfway down the home stretch. Yeah. The like a home part- a home stretch or the like the yeah, it's like the home, the last lap, basically. That's stretch. what we're in now, the home okay. stretch. All right, not baseball. <laughs> not baseball, no. We're talking track and field. Got it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Got to get those sports straight, okay? We might have some sports <sighs> listeners, okay? No, I, don't, I only like watching tennis. Anyway, so Joey's climbing through Dawson's window, and she's like, hey, Dawson, climbing through his wide open window, and it's completely dark in his room which he should have seen from the outside. And he could have uh, been watching a movie or something with minimal light. Maybe he's sleeping. Maybe he's walking the dog. He could have been. And she just like enters. If, like, he, say he usually walks the dog in the morning though. He probably does it in the bathroom, like in the please. shower. This boy's doing <laughs> it all the time. If I was him, I would shut that fucking window so that she did not come in my bedroom window anymore. And she's like a little confused or... Not confused. Maybe confused. What would you say? Well, I mean, he's not home. Where else would he be? <laughs> She's like, where is he? He's always home. And she sits on his bed and she holds the jaw stuffed animal. She sort of smiles because she's like thinking about how their friendship was. And then she just changes her mind and her face, her whole face changes. And then she leaves. And um, that was that's the end of the episode. It just it goes to the credits. But I wrote it's it was a sad scene to me because it's what I was saying earlier. In the beginning of the episode when 
She wants to get back to their friendship. And when he's talking to her about making another movie together as like a team, how much fun they had doing that and how much fun they had as, you know, friends growing up. And now Mm -hmm. that they took their friendship to a whole other level with being romantic and, you know, to her, he wants to get back with her, but she just wants to stay go back to what they were as friends. So going into his room and looking at the jaws and realizing that he's not there, it's sort of like disappointing to her now because she's like, things are so different now. And it happened to him too. When she went, he went to her house and saw that he was, she was going on a dat with Jack and and now he's not home. Like he usually is. So she's like, where is he? So they're not necessarily going to be in each other's lives like they were. That is so sad. It's so sad. But look, they should have never got together. (laughs) They should have never started dating and ruined their friendship. I mean, you can eventually go back to being friends. But, you know, I mean, you see it all the time. Like people who are date, they realize it's not what they should be doing. They're better off as friends. But they'll never be able to just share a bed together and joke around like they used to. It's just totally different. Nope. So we won't have too many mornings in Dawson's bedroom, you know, in the future. Probably not much. That's limited now, you know, numbered. (laughs) Limited to none. time is up. (laughs) Um, But I did enjoy the episode. I thought it was, um, I thought it was a good Jen episode. I thought it it showcased uh, Jack really well. Um, Dawson was in it a lot but he was still like sort of irritating but i really i there were parts with joey where i was like she she reminded me of season one joey but you you're slowly starting to see how like um yeah she's like getting out of that like tomboy season one type thing and now she's like yeah she's she's like changing she's being more feminine and she's trying to like be more Uh, like date and get out of her like thing with Dawson I don't know it's so it's so weird it's so weird to me but that's what the show's all about like how they're always changing um next week it's the election episode nine and um don't remember anything about that one (laughs) so no the name doesn't sound familiar but that doesn't mean anything so (laughs) it's so weird when I start watching them I just I do slowly remember things but I don't know. We'll see what happens. But what did you think? Did you did you like it? I did. I especially like the Harrison Ford wef- reference because I love Harrison Ford. I had a crush <laughs> on him too. I mean, Han Solo. He's Indiana freaking Jones. <laughs> uh, even in Six Days, Seven Nights. I don't know. I love me some Harrison Ford. So Yeah, you've talked about that movie before. Six Days, Seven Nights. So good. So good. Oh. Yeah, that's from the 90s yeah, too. Just, he is really handsome. I, I was on like is. a... Um, I went on like a weird like YouTube search about him. Went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then like all these pictures came up of him when he was younger. But um, yeah, he was super handsome. I think he's he I mean, now he looks like obviously he's older, but there was a time when he was like super duper sexy, especially yeah. during the Indiana Jones run. So, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. He was so fine. I do and like then- those movies. He, he's he, he's got his own plane he flies his own planes it's pretty awesome like i don't even know. I, see like it's one thing when you've got celebrities who have planes but they have pilots and it's another thing for a celebrity to fly their own plane like well he is han solo to me this man is in a ship <laughs> flying around in you know in the air so 
I never knew that. That is crazy. Yeah, he was in in an accident, like a plane accident uh, a couple of years ago, I think. But he's fine. Really? Yeah. He's married to Calista Flockhart, isn't he? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, my God. (laughs) Of course you don't. Do you remember Allie McBeal? Yeah. Yes. Sort of. I think that's who he's married to. Harrison Ford married to Calista Flockhart. June 15, Um, 2010 to the present. Wow. In 2017, he flew low over an American Airlines plane with 110 passengers and crew on board. Um, no one was injured. Well, that's good. Yeah, they crash landed in his vintage. Oh, they he crashed. Wait, he crash landed his vintage plane on a golf course in L.A. Wow. Uh, wait, he flew over an American Airlines plane with 110 passengers and crew on board in California. No one was injured. Well, he flew over somebody like an actual airline. That was something else. Oh, in 2015, that was in 2017. So in 2017, he flew over like an actual passenger plane that he probably shouldn't have done. It's like, that's like going around a school bus that stopped yeah. and trying to let kids on, right? <laughs> and then in 2015, he was injured when he crash landed his vintage plane on a golf course in LA. Maybe he should stop flying his planes. <laughs> he's older now, but he's only been in two, two acts, two crashes and several aviation mishaps. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to want to get a plane with him. <laughs> I'd be like, no. Well, maybe uh, not. I Googled now. your uh past experience flying I've seen your history. <laughs> no, I don't know. But it's still it's still really, really awesome. I think he's been flying for a really long time, and it's just maybe it's just because he's getting older. <sighs> I don't know. But uh anyways, I still give him crop crops. I give you crops. <laughs> I <laughs> I give him props though. I would love to fly a plane, but I don't know if I'd be able to to do it. I have no desire. None. If it was a spaceship, that's another thing. <laughs> Aliens, are you listening? <laughs> I woke up to some shit Justin had on the other night where it was like the um government scientist and they had this alien spaceship like matter or whatever in this like it was like glowing purple and they were like when you touched it it felt almost like it was a toad but it was part of the alien ship and they're like like a toad yeah like slimy or or like whatever and i was like this is garbage like this is all made up this is not real and they were like it's hidden in in like a thing in roswell (laughs) yeah i was like it's in roswell new mexico with all the alien other alien stuff well did you ever hear the other guy Bob Lasco or something. Justin watched a thing about him on Netflix too. He worked for the government and he was working on like FBI or um alien like s- spacecraft or something. And I he's might finally, have seen it. I might have seen it. I don't know people's with... names. You're asking me who these people's names are. We look like real nerdy. They usually are. Because the only but... people that are gonna explore this stuff are nerds and scientists. Like <laughs> wait, so you do like do you genuinely believe it? Some I am not uh naive enough to think that we are the only life forms in existence and i definitely think that out of all of these you know solar systems and planets and stars there is life form that is more advanced than we are and is already out exploring space yes i know if you're here or not i don't know i wouldn't be surprised but um whether they're actually here or not I, i don't know some of the stuff that they show on TV is definitely a hoax. People are just, you know, that's what I'm mean. doing, that's whatever. What I mean. But to, to really concretely say whether something is or is not real or happening, 
I couldn't I couldn't say because I am not small minded enough to think that we're alone. I don't think we're alone now. So you so you don't believe that or do you believe when you see something like what I just said that they're that they have a piece of a spacecraft and it's glowing purple and it to the touch it feels like a, a wet toad. You you do know what I read, right? <laughs> a yeah, whole lot of fantasy. So that, that it's I wouldn't be surprised if it's real or not. Like if it came out to be real and like legitimately there is backup and proof and it's like a thing, I can't be surprised. Do I think it's real at this time? Probably well, nobody not. Would. Nobody would. But I definitely think that there is there is something. Probably not that, but I'm sure they have something. But I mean, who am I to say? I don't know. I don't work for the government. I don't have alien friends that are, you know, hanging out, whispering and telling me shit. So um, (laughs) all I can say is we're not alone, but whether we're actually alone, I don't know. (laughs) Does that make sense? I don't know. I am open-minded. And uh, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, not at all. I'd be like, huh, hopefully we're not going to die. I mean, I don't, hopefully they come in peace because they're probably going to reach us before we reach them. So I, I don't know. What if we got invaded? I hope they're hot and nice, not like let's exterminate everybody and take over the planet type. That's what yeah. I think is going to happen if we ever. You think they're going to exterminate us? Yep. Take over the, some our dying bullshit. planet. <laughs> they're going to be afraid of water. <laughs> I'm going to go live on the ocean now. Let me get an island. <laughs> they're going to come by an to, island. They're going to come here and invade our our planet, <laughs> even though they're afraid of water. <laughs> Uh, Wait, anyway. where are you getting this afraid of water thing? <laughs> I feel like I'm missing something. From sign. Huh? From signs. Oh, sign. Yeah, yeah, right. I'll get a bunch of aluminum foil and make hats. So they <laughs> can't like, in my mind. Swing away. <laughs> swing away. Tell them swing away. That oh, movie is creepy. It did scare okay. me. It is a good movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, we can end the episode. Um, yeah. I think that's good enough for the night. And Jamie, before we sign off tell everybody where to find you yeah so i'm on instagram you can find me at jlynn underscore book lover and then if you can get there you can get to the link tree which will then take you to anything creek talk related and any other socials that i may or may not use ae twitter i do not really go on twitter <laughs> so bad with twitter <laughs> just could care less but um yeah we're we're, <laughs> we're everywhere almost everywhere but facebook yeah. Yeah. I'm going to put up a poll to see if anybody wants us to start a Facebook group. It's going to be a lot of work. <laughs> Maybe we can get, get a like a moderator. Yeah. Right? We'll get a moderator. We'll get some helpers. <laughs> um, but you can find us on Instagram at Creek Talk Podcast and on Twitter at Creek Talk Pod. And you can rate us now on Spotify. So please give us a rating on there. That would be great. And if you're feeling generous, go to iTunes and give us a rating on there too. Also, if you want to send us an email and tell us how we're doing, uh, you can email us at creektalkpodcast at gmail.com. Maybe we'll read one of your letters if we get one. I have not checked the email since the last time I said this, so I don't even think we got anything. But um, but yeah, this will be out after Christmas. But Jamie, I'm going to tell you now, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I hope you get everything finished before Christmas and enjoy your family and dinner and whatever else you're doing. But I know I'll be talking to you. (laughs) Yeah.
like I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> you know, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Um, so yeah, with that, I guess we'll see you next week. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Stupid. Talking about Dawson's Creek.